Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Toyota of Brookhaven has been voted best new car dealership in Southwest Mississippi four years in a row. Come see the difference. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota of Brookhaven, we deliver. Howdy, howdy. It's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. Last second organization going on here in the studio. Welcome to Middays on Super Talk Mississippi live in the Element Wealth Studios. Dave Hughes back again today. Rhino over in the booth. How you doing this morning, my friend? Howdy, howdy. Uh, having a good week so far? Oh, not too bad. Uh, I do want to start with a little bit of semi-breaking news. We were talking to the Sahib back here, uh, Dixon Williams. Uh, as you know, Sports Talk is in Hoover, Alabama all week for the SEC Baseball Tournament. As a matter of fact, in the next segment, we'll be talking to Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi, and we'll get a, a, an in-depth, on-the-spot report on how unrolling the tarp is going, because they're putting the tarp over the field. I'm looking at the radar, and... I would say probably half of Alabama has some sort of rain over it. Most of it well to the west of Hoover, but there's rain popping up everywhere. It could be a long day for the baseball tournament. Just just telling you right up front, we'll see, of course, Ole Miss scheduled to take on Vanderbilt at 4.30 hour time. You'll hear that on a lot of your Super Talk stations when it finally plays, because Having a game later in the day, well, delays earlier in the day push you back. Oh, yeah. I mean, even if you look at the schedule, there are only two games scheduled today. There are four games to be played, which means they have a start time roughly in mind for two of the four, but uh, the other two are squishy and everything's based on the weather. Yeah. Uh, and we, we're all, they're rolling the tarp out, which means we have a delay already because it's like we were talking about back there. It takes time to get that tarp out. It gets, it takes time to put that tarp back up. So you've added anywhere from half an hour to an hour, uh, right there, just when you start unrolling the tarp. And you know, there's at least a little bit in the back of their minds when they make these decisions, especially with the tarp. Of all the instances that are now infamous on video of waiting just a little too late to get the tarp out, and then you're fighting Mother Nature with a giant sheet working against you. Yeah. And if it's windy. Oh, that just makes it even worse. And then you have a sail. Yes. Then you're going parasailing. If it catches it just right and you don't have enough people on it and it's not heavy enough, well, all of a sudden you're flapping in the breeze. I don't think that's ever happened, but we, we need to look that up. I'm, I'm kind of curious now. Have we ever had someone just lift off like Superman holding onto the edge of the tarp? They keep it low to the ground, so I wouldn't think so. It's I not, remember seeing people get swallowed up by the tarp. Yeah. 
And I remember seeing people get slung by the tarp. But yeah. I don't think I've ever seen anybody like Buster Keaton kicking legs in the air, flailing. Boing, boing, boing. That kind of thing. Yeah. Like I said, it's heavy and they keep it low to the ground. It's not like when you're putting the sheets on the bed and you do that thing up in the air. They just very calmly drag it out. So it would be a freak occurrence if the wind would get up under it. Assuming there was wind, they try to put it out in advance. This, by the way, is a preview of the kind of activity you'll hear in coverage of the SEC baseball tournament if this weather continues this week. Because you very quickly run out of things to talk about when there's no baseball being played at the baseball tournament. Oh, but do you remember way back when, back, I don't, you can't watch it on the, the Turner networks anymore, it's on some weird network, to watch Braves baseball. And it was almost like a, like a field day or a, a field trip whenever they would have a, a rain delay because then you get to go back to this day in baseball. Yes. From like two decades before. Yes. Yes. And now, it, and we've talked about this before, you know, I go all the way back to TBS and the powder blue uniforms, all 500 pounds of Bob Horner on third base. You had Glenn Hubbard. You had Dale Murphy. You had, you had all of the – that group – the lowercase A's. Yes, they were. Uh, they are ingrained in my memory. I'm a big fan of all of them. I think they won six games. Not per year total. I think they won six games. They were. Sometimes you you very kindly say, "Well, they weren't very good." Oh no, 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 no. To be able to say they were not very good would would be an upgrade. They stink. <laughs> And they had, they caught a lot of bad breaks during games. Fair play there. Still, when you lose over 100 games a year for several years in a row, it's kind of hard to keep yourself pumped up, I would think. But that's what made the runs of the early 90s so magical. I mean, was it 91 where they won 112, 113 games in a season? 91 or 92. It was yeah. somewhere. It was in the early 90s. Because it was back when they were still in the West, because they were up against the Giants, I believe. Because both teams were just doing gangbusters. Moe says, children have taken flight in bounce houses. I'd have to think at least one person's gotten at least six feet off the ground. I don't know. Like I said, it's heavy. They keep it low. I, I don't know. It was they, they have a process with the TARP to try to keep it at ground level. So that makes sense. It's primary day in Georgia. Everybody has been talking about the primary because, well, this has been former President Trump's, I don't know, premier showcase endorsement battle to the point to where the governor, Brian Kemp, who he has a mat on for, President Trump went and recruited David Perdue and talked him into running against Kemp. So it's a little more than just an endorsement. He kind of created this whole thing. So everyone's watching it. But the other aspect of this that you probably won't hear quite as much attention about is the fact that you recall they had the all-star game that was pulled out of Georgia because of the restrictive Horrible new election laws they put in. The the new Jim Crow. It was going to limit it. We were going to have six people vote total. I mean, nobody is going to be able to vote. They're just restricting it left and right. It's horrible. All these other things pulled out. The Little League World Series pulled out of Georgia. Everybody in protest ran away. 
Well, fun fact. They're having a record turnout. As of Friday, they had over 800,000 ballots that had already been cast, which was three times as many ballots as were cast in the last midterm elections in Georgia in 2018. It was more than were cast in 2020 during the presidential election year. So the most ballots they've had cast under these horribly restrictive, oppressive law. Now, I'm sorry, the rhetoric is not matching the evidence. It doesn't seem very restrictive when you're breaking records for the number of people casting ballots. It seems the opposite. You're not going to hear about that as much. But I think at least a portion of the population will remember it. And it'll be that that linchpin, that turning point, that learning moment where they realize when the Democrats start screaming it's the end of the world as we know it, it's probably not. That's why your reply should always be, as REM taught us, I feel fine. I mean, net neutrality was going to be the end of the Internet. Yes. Every- have, you, have you had a hard time using the Internet? Everything is the end of something or everything depending on who you ask right now. It doesn't matter. Any topic. Uh, It's the end of the universe. Humanity is doomed. Florida's don't say gay bill. Like on the Academy Awards. Gay, gay, gay. Gay, 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 gay. And now like three people saying gay as many times. Yeah. Didn't say it. Didn't say it anywhere in the bill. Nope. Nope. That's not the, the point. Uh, let's see. Mose uh, also said, will Stacey Abrams concede this time? I'm going to go on record now. I'm going to make a prediction. Sometime towards the end of November, after the general election, Stacey Abrams will concede the 2018 election. Not this one. We have a process, but I think she'll concede the one from four years ago. Greg and Nettleton said, guys, they're playing. Get the sports director in here. Did he lie to us in the break room? What's going on? I don't know. We're going to get the real scoop in just a minute because Richard's over there. So we'll hear from Richard Cross in Hoover at the tournament and find out exactly uh, what's going on. Chris from Oxford. How many suitcases have been caught on video showing up already? None yet. That happens at 3 in the morning. We know how this works. Once again, there's a process. Don't rush it. When we come back, speaking of the devil, Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. The guys are live in Hoover, Alabama for the SEC baseball tournament. We're going to get an update from him, find out how things are going over there. Have a report now. They are playing, which is good. Let's get some baseball in. Looking at the radar. It's a minefield they're dancing through to get baseball in today, but we'll get an up-to-date report from On Location when we come back live in the Element Well Studios.
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of showers, mostly cloudy, high near 82. Tonight, mostly cloudy conditions, low around 67. Your Tuesday, a 70% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 87. And for your Wednesday, showers and thunderstorms in the forecast, high near 85. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production, and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Tune in this Saturday morning from 8 till 10 for Weekend Gardening, where Garden Mama Nellie Neal will tackle all your gardening questions. Weekend Gardening, brought to you in part by The Tractor Store, your local Mahindra dealer, The Tractor Store, Highway 49 South in Richland. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. This is Michael Guess. I'm honored to serve as your congressman. The National Right to Life Committee has given me a 100% pro-life score. And the Susan B. Anthony List has given me an A-plus rating for my work in Congress on pro-life issues. Now more than ever, it's important we speak up for the unborn and support the right to life. I'm Michael Guest. I approve this message, and I ask for your vote on June the 7th. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. What? What? This is so awesome. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, Super Talk, 
Mississippi Middays in the Element Wealth Studios, absolutely live on this Tuesday. Beautiful, sunshiny day outside. Hopefully it'll stay that way over in Hoover. They've got the baseball tournament going on. It's SEC Media Days, and uh, we're working out some technical glitches to get hooked up with Richard Cross right now uh, because Sports Talk Mississippi over there for Media Days this week. Uh, and uh, it's uh, it's been a year in SEC sports. It really has. It, you go back, what, a month and it looked like State and Ole Miss owned the world when it came to SEC baseball. That that It didn't end up that way. And we'll talk to Richard about that when we hook up with him here in just a moment. Uh, talking about the primaries, I just saw one report that says that turnout at the polls, we were talking about the previously cast ballots, turnout at the polls today is also up. It's also high. And we'll talk more about that in just a bit. I think we've got our our stuff worked out here technically. And we are joined now by the one and only Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. How you doing today, Richard? Dave, good morning. Uh, Good to catch up with you. It's been a a wet start to the SEC tournament. Uh, Supposed to go at 930 right out of the gate. And game one with uh, Georgia and Alabama has already been pushed back. Uh, when you're trying to play four games in a single day, uh, any delay kind of sets you up for what could be a, a long day. And it sends people scrambling, like me, who forgot to bring a rain jacket, to uh, try and find one of those on the way to the ballpark. <laughs> you got to pack that. If baseball is scheduled, you know it's going to rain, Richard. Come on. It was it was lying on the back of the chair in the living room. It was what the last thing I was going to grab on the way out the door, right up until the point that I didn't. And I did not throw my golf bag in the car either, which had rain gear in it as well. So, uh, you know, got, got to start from scratch. It'll be okay, though. It, it, you work through these things. That's the way it works. The life of a media superstar. It <laughs> happens sometimes. Uh, now, with the rain delay coming in, is there a chance that we could have one of those games pushed back to another day? Or are they going to go through with this no matter how late they start and how many delays they are? And I, I say that because I was looking at radar, and there's rain all over Alabama right now. You know, in the past, we, we've seen both at, at the SEC tournament. They're going to do everything they can to play four baseball games today. There was a year, good grief, it's been 10, 12, maybe even 15 years ago, where we had a complete day that was washed out. I mean, it was just, you know, biblical Noah's Ark, monsoon type stuff. And then you've got teams that are trying to figure out what to do. You know, can they go find an indoor batting cage somewhere? Can they go find a, an arcade to kill a day's worth of time? Eight, and you know, in terms of the format, today's single elimination, right? And the double elimination portion of the tournament starts tomorrow with the four winners today and the top four seeds in the tournament. So they desperately want to get these four games in today. You're going to send four homes, uh, four teams home and then try to get on schedule. Now, are you going to start a game at midnight or one in the morning? Probably not. And so kind of looking at the radar, looks like, there's enough of a window to get this first game in. Could be a delay at some point in the second game. Could be a delay at some point in Ole Miss's game, which is scheduled for a 4.30 start, which feels incredibly optimistic at this point. Uh, and and I know that's like a, a roundabout answer, but the bottom line is everything they possibly can do to play today, they will. They've got a great ground screw. This field drains well, and so they'll do their best. Now, you're over there. In addition to the tournament, it's uh, SEC Media Days this week, right? 
No, not yet. That's coming up in July. Okay, yeah, uh, that's SEC July. Football Media Day. Yeah, yeah, it'll be in Atlanta. I think it's July 14th through the 17th or 17th through the 20th, something like that. It's that third week of July. A uh, little bit of a, a venue change this year. You know, it was in Birmingham for a really long time. They went to Atlanta a couple of years ago, brought it back to Birmingham. I think they're actually about to start kind of moving that around. So we'll be in Atlanta this year, Nashville next year. I wouldn't be shocked at all if we get a uh, get a run to Dallas somewhere along the way also. So, But, yeah, we got to wait a little bit longer before we dive into the football stuff. Now, well, the, at the rate the weather is going, the SEC baseball tournament may still be going by then. We don't know. I, I'm not wishing it on you, Richard, but I'm just saying, uh, looking at the radar, is not filling me with optimism for how the rest of this day is going to play out. Now, you, you mentioned Ole Miss, elimination game today with Vanderbilt, 4.30 scheduled time. Good luck with that. Uh, what, what are we looking to see in this game this afternoon from the Rebels? Well, with a win... Ole Miss absolutely locks up a spot in the NCAA tournament. That would be their 15th SEC win plus the Governor's Cup win against Mississippi State, which the committee doesn't look at, at least as best I can tell, as exactly a conference game, but they look at it as more than a non-conference game. So maybe you would call it 15 and a half SEC wins. That's 100% of the time going to get you in to the NCAA tournament, into regional play. If Ole Miss were to lose today, they're done. And so they're sitting there at 14 SEC wins plus the Governor's Cup with an RPI that's right around 40. And those are numbers that a little better than half the time gets you into the field. But that makes the next five or six days incredibly um, heartburn producing because you're going to sit around and you're not going to know. Because you got you got conference tournaments that are happening all over the country. Are you going to have favorites that win? Or are you going to have a team that is another bubble team that gets hot and goes on a run and ends up taking one of those spots that you might have been playing for? Vanderbilt's in the tournament, but they probably have played themselves out of hosting in Nashville outside of a pretty good run this weekend after getting swept last weekend by LSU. So really for both of these teams, the stakes are pretty high today. Uh, They both need to play well, and both could certainly help themselves out with a win, but for different reasons. Ole Miss to get in, Vanderbilt trying to re-solidify a spot hosting. Let me ask you this, because I mentioned this in the last segment, and and I may be wrong here, but it seemed like a month or two ago, uh, Ole Miss and State were just on fire. They were taking the world by storm in SEC baseball, and then the wheels kind of fell off the bus. What happened? You know, Dave, I think it's two different answers. Let, let's start with Mississippi State. I mean, the, the most simple answer for Mississippi State is injuries that they just were not able to overcome. You know, for a team that had the success that they did a year ago to claim their first national championship, uh, it was an unbelievable story, and the expectations were really, really high because you had five guys that were contributing, uh, you know, that were starters in that championship game who were back this year for Mississippi State and the preseason national pitcher of the year in Landon Sims. Well, when he goes down in week three uh, with a UCL injury, has to have Tommy John surgery, that's a blow that was going to cause Mississippi State to take a step back. But then beyond that, you had Stone Simmons with a similar injury, and then later a couple of more pitching injuries, and they just never had it in the pen. And this team never quite kind of captured the, the chemistry. But I think more than anything, it was pitching for Mississippi State. For Ole Miss, it's been an interesting year. I mean, you're you're talking about a team that spent two, three weeks as the number one team in the country. Some of that was aided by where they started the season. Some of it was kind of a soft non-conference schedule. But Ole Miss didn't play well, right? They didn't play well offensively with the guys that they had returning. 
They were not steady on the mound. Once Ole Miss finally kind of solidified its rotation with Dylan DeLucia and Hunter Elliott and then Derek Diamond, they got to a spot where it felt like there was a little less pressure on the offense, and they played better baseball down the stretch. And uh, Ole Miss as well, they have a freshman pitcher that they keep bringing in uh, for relief that just, just seems to be lights out when they bring him in. Yeah, they've had a couple of guys. And, I mean, Hunter Elliott probably is the, the one that stands out the most. And he's kind of locked down the, the game two starter role. So in a weekend rotation where you're Friday, Saturday, Sunday, he's been the Saturday starter. Freshman left-hander from Tupelo has been really, really good. you got Mason Nichols out of Jackson, played at Jackson Prep, uh, who has been pretty good in his freshman year. I think the future is bright with some of these these young players. You also had Riley Maddox from the Jackson area who had a uh, an arm injury and is having surgery. In fact, has already had that Tommy John surgery, so he's probably out next year as well. But they've got some good young arms on this staff. They've just got to pitch well. Now, let me ask you. Let, let's say, let's play the for instance game. Ole Miss wins today. They beat Vanderbilt whenever the game finally gets played. Okay. They, they beat Vanderbilt. What happens next? What's next for the Rebels? They play Tennessee tomorrow, number one team in the country. Best offense in the country, best arms in the country. I mean, Tennessee's the number one seed, and when you're in this 8-9 game where Ole Miss is, that's just the way the bracket's built. The 8-9 winner goes to play the number one seed. In a lot of ways, though, Dave, it's a free shot, right? I mean, there's nobody that's expecting you to win that game. It's going to be a game that win or lose helps you in the RPI because Tennessee's the number one RPI team in the country. Ole Miss has played Tennessee three times this year. It did not go well. Tennessee blasted them in the first two. Ole Miss lost game three, but it was a close loss. I would think that if you're Ole Miss, you don't mind that shot, right? I mean, go get one. Probably the outcome doesn't matter tomorrow, and it's a free shot to go out and play loose. That makes sense. 4.30 is the scheduled start time for Ole Miss and Vanderbilt. (laughs) Probably not going to happen from what you're saying. Not at that time. Probably not, but I would anticipate that at some point today, before we go to sleep tonight, this game gets played. Richard Cross with Sports Talk Mississippi. They are in Hoover, Alabama. You guys hit the air at 3 from over there, right? 3 o'clock. We'll be here for the next three days, regardless of the results on the field. Looking forward to it, Dave. Enjoyed it, Richard. Good catching up with you, man. Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. We will continue on middays in the Element Wealth Studios. You have the constitutional right to have and carry a firearm. If you can't use it safely, confidently, and effectively to defend yourself and your family, it does you absolutely no good. We have classes daily to teach you and your family how to improve your shooting skills, whether you are a beginner or a grandmaster. If you aren't fully satisfied with the training, we will refund your entire fee. Thanks, and we look forward to seeing you at Boondocks. Look us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and visit us at boondocksfta.com. For all your summer road trips, come get a new Nissan from Canon Nissan of Jackson. This is Dave Logan. We're open six days a week with new Nissans arriving daily. When the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Open Memorial Day. Take in the excitement of the return of Embraves baseball this season with one of our flex ticket packages. Flex tickets are the perfect solution for your busy schedule, giving you flexibility on which games you attend. Plus, offer discounts from our day of game pricing. Flex tickets come in four to 35 game bundles and start at just $55. Guarantee your seat to our biggest nights of the season with a flex ticket package from the Mississippi Braves. To get yours, call 888-BRAVES-4 or for more information, visit MississippiBraves.com. Let's play. 
Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com. This is Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We are proud to offer the most up-to-date technology to ensure you are receiving the best possible dental care. Book your appointment online today at CapitalDentalInc.com. That's CapitalDentalInc.com. Morganstone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morganstone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Walmart is recalling its ice cream commemorating Juneteenth after receiving heavy backlash on social media. The packaging on the swirled red velvet and cheesecake flavored treat reads, Share and celebrate African American culture, emancipation, and enduring hope. Critics called out the company for using the holiday as a marketing scheme. The mighty Mississippi River is the newest feature in a set of stamps released by the Postal Service. The river spans over 10 states and it's earned the name America's Backbone, Heart and Soul. One stamp is dedicated to each state the river flows through and includes Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, Illinois, Missouri, Kentucky, Arkansas, Tennessee, Louisiana and of course Mississippi. To get the U.S. Postal Service's newest set of stamps that feature the Mississippi River, you can log on to USPS.com. Here in Seaspire Country, the best network anywhere is all around you. It's up on our towers, where blazing fast 5G is turning your smartphone into a superphone. It's under your feet, where we lay gigabit fiber to make the internet faster than you've ever seen. It's powering your phones, feeds, tablets, TVs, and businesses. So now the best technology anywhere is right here. Welcome to Seaspire Country. It's just like the rest of the country, only a few steps ahead. Tune in to Middays with Gerard Gibbert each weekday, live from the Element Wealth Studios. Is retirement on your mind? Do you have a plan? Go to myelementwealth.com to find your balance between income, growth, and guarantees. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. You know that nowadays, most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money. Do you have an old, outdated website or just a Facebook page and still not bringing in customers? 
targeted digital advertising from Super Talk Mississippi Media Digital's highly trained and trusted staff is the answer. We're ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Attention, adoring fans. It's time for Middays with Gerard Gibbert on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back. Super Talk Mississippi Middays in the Element Wealth Studios on a Tuesday. Hope it's a great day for you and yours. We were talking about the Georgia primaries, which is kind of what everyone's focusing on. There are five different states with primaries today, but the Georgia one has drawn a lot of attention because of the new Georgia voting law, because of President Trump's endorsement of David Perdue and the governor's race against uh, Governor Kemp. Uh, who he had a bit of a falling out over because President Trump wanted Governor Kemp to basically disqualify the election results in 2020, and the governor didn't. Now, uh, can you pull that audio up, Rhino? Yeah, just give me one second. Yeah, yeah, take your time here, because... uh, we were talking, and someone mentioned, uh, Moe's actually asked on the ceasefire text line while we were talking about it, will Stacey Abrams actually concede this time? Well, no concession, but Stacey Abrams uh, is weighing in with the clarity that she is probably best known for, because the claims of the new Georgia election security laws being a suppression effort against voters, as I told you at the beginning of the show, well, it's not really playing out that way because turnout is up. Turnout uh, with with previously cast ballots, pre-ballots, is at a record level. And everyone's kind of putting Stacey Abrams on blast because she's been running around for two years now saying, oh, well, this is, this is Jim Crow. This is suppression. This is going to cause a huge problem with voters because they're not going to be able to cast their ballots because of this horrible draconian law. And now turnout is up. And we have to figure out how to make the bicycle go backwards by backpedaling. This was uh, Stacey Abrams. Listen to this. The question about voter suppression and voter turnout is causation without correlation. We, I'm sorry, you can make mistakes even when you know what you're talking about. It's correlation without causation. We know that increased turnout has nothing to do with suppression. What? What? Okay, number one, you also make mistakes when you don't know what you're talking about. Let's make sure we present both sides of that argument. But you're telling me that voter suppression doesn't lead to a lower turnout of ballots cast. That's literally the argument she's making. She's got to come up with something because we have heard from year for years from her that this new law in Georgia was going to suppress the voters. It's horrible voter suppression. It's going to cause people to lose their franchise and lose their right to cast a ballot and choose their leaders. And now we come to Election Day and more people than ever are casting their ballots. She has to come up with something to spin it. The best she can come up with is that, that, that those two things don't correlate. 
So if voter suppression isn't suppressing the vote, what is it, and does it matter in that case? If you've got more people than ever casting a ballot, suppression is the wrong word, isn't it? Am I missing something, Rhino? This, this doesn't, no, you're hitting it on the head. This doesn't make any sense at all. Well, but, nothing she said really makes much sense. Yeah, it's a very good point. Uh, it's Stacey Abrams, you have to remember. But this is the argument. This is the argument. And yes, Tim, I saw that yesterday. Stacey Abrams said Georgia was the worst state to live in. I don't know if she immediately followed that with, so remember, vote Stacey Abrams. Doesn't seem like a good campaign speech to me in the middle of an election cycle, but what do I know, right? Actually, Stacey Abrams and I are on at least even footing in that arena because I also have not conceded the 2018 Georgia election for governor in Georgia. It's... uh. Ridiculous. So in case you were wondering how they were going to come back and continue their push, continue the rhetoric saying, well, this Georgia law, see, this is what we're talking about. It's voter suppression. It's horrible. And then turnout is up. Well, the response to that is, well, those two things aren't connected at all. Let's not try to draw a false equivalency here. Just because voters are being suppressed doesn't mean they can't vote. I, it, you know I am seldom at a loss for words. I've been doing this a long time. I can talk off the top of my head about just about anything that you throw out in front of me without even having seen it in advance. Sometimes it even makes sense. But I can talk about just about anything. I don't know what to say about that. As a supposed line of reasoning to desperately try to keep your talking points alive. I think the only way what she said makes any sense is if you believe that any hindrance whatsoever. I mean, if you have to put one foot in front of the other and you aren't carried personally on a litter to the polls, then that's suppression. They Well, and I think underlying the whole thing is if you can't just mail in your ballot that they mailed to you, well, obviously your vote is being suppressed. I think that's the ultimate thrust here. They just can't come right out and say that. It's the only way it makes any sense whatsoever. <sighs> Moe's on the ceasefire text line. That's like saying crime has nothing to do with the murder rate in Jackson. That's correlation without causation. You can't say one leads to the other. Yeah. That's a pretty decent analogy, Mose. Yeah. Just because voters are being suppressed doesn't mean we won't have a record turnout for the vote. Yeah, it kind of does. It kind of does. You know, I was always taught you have to be careful with the correlation and causation argument because the uh, cigarette industry ruined it. Yeah, they kind of did, actually. They kind of did. Of course, you go back far enough, you've got the ads with the doctors recommending which brand is best for your health. Nine out of ten, I probably can't say that without getting in trouble. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, Jason brings some, I want to get back to this. 
You and I were talking about this yesterday uh, to a certain extent off the air. Jason texted in and said, I hope Kemp destroys Purdue. I'm so over the stolen election nonsense. It's a disease out here, and there isn't a single GOP candidate who isn't pandering to the goofballery. There's a word. Finishes it up by saying, I want to vote Republican, not for grifters. There is a growing agreement with the sentiment behind that statement. Just in general. We have a segment of the population that's, in a way, kind of throwing their hands up and going, eh, whatever. And just casting a ballot and moving on. From the 601, but Abrams is president of Earth on Star Trek Discovery. Which, I understand the backlash of that with inserting present-day modern politics into a show like that, but... The backlash of when did Trek get woke? <laughs> the 1960s. Uh, the first season, maybe? Maybe. Well, if you really want to argue, you got to wait to the second or third season of the original series. When uh, with Shatner and all of his pauses and his Kirk greatness. Yes, and, and also the first interracial kiss on American television when they – now, the, the excuse was they were being mind-controlled at the time. Right. Uh, but Kirk and Ahura smooched. So, yeah, that started in the 60s. Trek, Trek has always been a liberal, utopian, futurist dream. Yeah. Just as an example – uh, what what's the form of currency on Star Trek that they use? Don't think they have any at that point in the future. They don't. Everything's free, right? They don't work for anything. They don't get paid anything. Well, and they that do. That's what I've always wondered about that. And the same thing applies in the real world with the liberal dreams of a society where everybody gets everything for free from Papa Federation, and you know you don't have to lift a finger. We know what the folks in the, the, the Federation military on the ships that we see. We know what they do with their time. What does everybody else do? For a show that loves, quote-unquote, big government, there's always seemingly a rogue admiral or something they got to deal with in the government. Yes. And the biggest troublemaker in the entire thing? Q. I don't think this is a coincidence. There is a connection here. <laughs> Had not thought about that until right now. Somebody get a liberal pop culture professor in here so we can debate this. I'm curious now. <sighs> Ben from Madison, I agree. The silliness that is widespread election fraud is tiresome and will hurt Republicans in the future if it continues, just my opinion. I'm telling you, that's the quiet part nobody wants to say because they're afraid to. But it's there, and it'll show up at the ballot box. Just telling you what I see from the chair over here. We will continue in the Element Wealth Studios live with Middays on Super Talk Mississippi next.
Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. You mind your own business. Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean? No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle employee-related problems. You know, I hear People Lease can help. How can they help? People Lease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online human Resources Support Center for all my HR needs. Think of all the time we'll save letting People Lease handle our payroll and benefits administration. I'll be busy growing my business and letting People Lease take care of the rest. Sounds like a good business plan with People Lease. Let People Lease mind your business so you can mind your own business. Call now, 601 987 3025. That's 601 987 3025. Or visit freepayrollquotes.com for your free quote. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. This is the opening agri-market report. At the open of the New York Cotton Exchange, July cotton was down 174 to 141.02. December cotton was down 293 to 123.04. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade July soybeans were down four and a half to sixteen eighty-two and a half per bushel. August soybeans were down four cents to sixteen twenty-four and three quarters per bushel. July corn was down eleven and a half to seven seventy-four and three quarters per bushel. September corn was down twelve cents to seven forty-two and three quarters per bushel. At the Mercantile, August live cattle was up fifteen to one thirty-three twelve. October live cattle was up twenty-seven to one thirty-eight sixty-five. August feeders up. 192 to 167.55 September feeders up 215 to 170.45 at the open the Dow Jones down 415 points 31,465 I'm Dixon Williams that's the Super Talk Mississippi Agri News Network How old is Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation? Next year, we'll be celebrating our 100th anniversary. Since 1922, our purpose has been to provide a unified voice for Mississippi farmers in the legislative arena and serve as a leader in the state's agricultural community. After a century, we remain as committed as we were day one. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, visit us online at msfb.org. Overlook Farms. Hello, sir. Do you have a minute to chat about the beef jerky of the month? A minute? <laughs> I've got hours. What? Because Ingenia Herbicide from BASF has the lowest use rate, I covered more soybean acres more efficiently. If now's not a good time... Thanks to Ingenia Herbicide, I've got plenty of time. What flavors you got? Oh, we've got barbecue, jalapeno... Ingenia Herbicide is a U.S. EPA-restricted-use pesticide. Every application of Ingenia Herbicide requires the use of a pH-buffering adjuvant. Additional state restrictions may apply. Always read and follow label directions. 
Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Come on. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back. Middays on Super Talk Mississippi, live in the Element Wealth Studios. You can go to myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006. And Element Wealth will help you, uh, well, but to, to put it in, in the common vernacular, they help you get your stuff straight. Ducks in a row. Yeah, all your ducks will be in a row. You're you're going to be in a much better place if you just go to that website or give them a call, either one, at Element Wealth. Uh, coming up after the top of the hour after news, R.J. Howman will be joining us. Uh, he is the Director of Government Relations and Communications with the Federation for American Immigration Reform. There's nothing going on with immigration right now, so you know, I guess we'll just talk fishing. I don't know. We're going to talk Title 42 is what we're going to talk about, amongst other things when he gets in here uh chris in oxford <laughs> chris in oxford I, I i think we've got his uh attention he said y'all go down rabbit holes and do not even mean to i love it you and rhino are the king of rabbit hole divers you ought to hear us off the air this is fairly focused compared to a normal dave and rhino conversation when the mics aren't on you can verify that rhino oh yeah yeah, you. we don't even know where we're going. Sometimes we don't know where we recently were, but we're having a good time, and that's what counts. This is when we have the red light filter on. Yes, yes, we get, we get a little, uh, <clears throat> little more focused. Tuesdays are officially now Dave and Rhino's Rabbit Hole Rants. <laughs> that's pretty good, actually. I like that. I have no idea what you're going to do with the bumper music to tie in, but uh, hey, that's your problem. You're in the box up there. Uh, Jason says, I refuse to vote for anyone peddling the stolen election nonsense. I'd rather vote for leftist regressives. At least their stupidity is honest. I'm telling you, as the texts continue to come in, you're going, you're already seeing what I said. There's a lot of people with that sentiment. There are a lot of people that feel this way about this. They're just not saying anything. They're not the ones in front of the TV cameras screaming. So a lot of people tend to think they don't exist. Sweating off their fake tan. <laughs> they, they exist. They are there. And they're going to lead to a sea change in politics sooner or later at the ballot box, the only place it counts. We can talk about polls. We can talk about rhetoric. We can talk about press conferences and everything else all we want. It's election day when you find out exactly where the rubber is meeting the road and we've already just bam 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 gotten three right in a row from saying at one time they exist just remember uncle dave told you so get out your uncle dave told you so notebook we haven't done that in a while flip to a fresh page date it at the top and write down uncle dave told me so that you can flip back through at your convenience later and be reminded of my ever-present brilliance Jason also said, what happened to people losing elections, shaking their opponent's hand, and going home? 
seems like everyone has been cheated to varying degrees since Al Gore. Stacey Abrams, Trump, Hillary, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. Nobody's lost. Nobody loses anymore. I think it's all just a, a different play from the same playbook following Al Gore. I mean, Al Gore didn't do it to stick around politics, but he definitely used the name recognition he gained from the presidential election to make his money peddling conspiracy theories about the climate and Mount Fuji not having any snow on it by this time in the calendar. Flying his corporate jet from his 12,000-square-foot Tennessee house all over the world to explain how we need to cut back on carbon emissions. But if you look at the political capital that was gained by the examples given there, Stacey Abrams, Hillary Clinton, I mean, there are... There's a reason the whole Russia, Russia collusion peddling, and then now the stolen election, the water main break. I mean, it gets people's attention. It gets people talking, and it ramps up energy for politics. And that's that's really politicians. If they could bottle political energy and sell it, they would make a fortune because it's so hard to get people excited about the ins and outs of governance. That's why Trump was such an an aberration, because he was able to get stadiums full of people at a fever pitch. Yes, excited. Compare that to the person in the White House now who got (laughs) dozens of cars honking at his rallies. Maybe. And, And they're a couple of blocks off. Because, you know, they've got their mask on in the car, but still, you got to have the distancing. couple of quick uh, comparisons that's going to come out of left field, and we'll talk about it again later. Um, th- this whole thing with nobody losing, everybody got robbed at all times. So what you're saying is there are no losers and everybody gets a trophy? Sounds familiar, doesn't it? It's taken over the whole culture. The other comparison is, yes, you can get people worked up in a fever pitch and capture their attention and hold them like crazy until one weekend on Friday, everybody is still worried about the pandemic. And by Monday, collectively, without having a meeting, everybody says, "Eh, I'm over this, I'm done. And then they turn against it. Same mechanism is going to happen with this. Mark it down. You can put it on the same page in your Uncle Dave Told Me So notebook. That's a a one-two punch. Saving paper, helping the environment. That's what we're doing. When we come back after news, R.J. Hallman will join us. We're going to talk Title 42 on Middays in the Element Wealth Studios. Keep it here. You're listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. One of the primary elections today is the Republican race for governor in Georgia. Former Senator David Perdue on Fox. I'm very encouraged about today and that a lot of people are going to turn out that people don't expect to turn out and vote. He's supported by former President Trump against the incumbent Governor Brian Kemp. There's a special election in Minnesota. 20 people have filed for candidacy to fill the vacant 1st Congressional District seat that covers much of southern Minnesota that was held by Republican Rep. Jim Hagedorn, who died in February. The winner of the special election will fill out the rest of Hagedorn's term into January. Fox's Jeff Manasso. A federal appeals court in New Orleans is asked to hear arguments against the COVID vaccine mandate for federal workers. A panel of the appeals court voted two to one to lift that ban while a lawsuit plays out. But now the plaintiffs who oppose that mandate want the full 17-member court to review it. Fox's Evan Brown. America's listening to Fox News. 
Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell them. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The entire Republican delegation from Mississippi supported the $40 billion aid package for Ukraine. Congressman Michael Guest says they all believe it's important to continue to support the embattled country. We're able to send military aid, financial aid, humanitarian aid, intelligence, uh, and and we are giving them a fighting chance to save their nation. Uh, the last thing we want is an emboldened Russia, an emboldened Putin, uh, who is threatening the European continent. Uh, and so by us being able to send that aid to them but not mm-hmm. put the lives of American servicemen and women in jeopardy, uh, I thought was the right thing. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. If you're not sure what that means for you, did you know members of Farm Bureau save $1 million annually through our member benefits program? That's a smarter way to save. We are more than agriculture. We are what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years of faith, family, and Farm Bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. Helping Mississippians with disabilities prepare for the job market as well as live independently in their homes and communities, this is what we do at the Mississippi Department of Rehab Services. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director. The resources provided through our office helps families by providing things like personal care attendance, home modifications, career guidance and counseling, job supports, and so much more. You'll never know how we might be able to help you until you connect with us. Please visit mdrs.ms.gov to find an office closest to you. This past weekend, the Mississippi State softball team won four elimination games in a row to make it their first ever Super Regional in school history. Here's what Coach Samantha Ricketts told us about the resiliency of her squad. Oh, man. I mean, it's it's just surreal. I mean, we finished that fourth game. It felt like, all right, when's the fifth? We're ready to go. Put us right back out there. I think um, just so much res- resiliency from this group, I think. Really running off the momentum, the confidence, the kind of delusional late ending, late hour energy uh, that we had flowing through, and I don't, I don't know if we really have a lot of words right now. Everybody's kind of running on a lack of sleep, um, but just a lot of fun, and I just think ready to continue to compete. Everybody was ready to get back out there. First pitch of Game One versus Arizona is set for eleven this Friday morning. The Bulldogs need two wins to make it to the Women's College World Series. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Losing power can be a major disturbance for homeowners. Taylor Power Systems offers a full line of Riggs and Stratton home standby generators in numerous sizes to keep your lights on during a power outage. Financing is now available. Call Taylor Power Systems today, 601-932-5674, to discuss a standby generator for your home. Pine Grove Behavioral Health understands that lasting recovery and healing begins at the roots of who we are. Transformation is deeply woven into the core of each individual through broad-reaching treatment options. As a result, we have gained a reputation as one of the nation's most comprehensive treatment campuses, drawing an expertise and multiple whole-life treatment programs to effectively address the real complexities of life and addiction. Call 1-888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com for more information. One place, many solutions. to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the headlines and join a meaningful conversation with people from around the state. You're listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Here on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, hour number two of Middays on Super Talk Mississippi, live in the Element Wealth Studios. Dave Hughes here, and joining us now on the air and on Super Talk TV, uh, we have, and I want to make sure I get this right, RJ, is it Hellman or Hallman? It's Hallman. Hallman. Okay, Hallman. That's what I've been saying, so I feel better now. R.J. Hallman, uh, he is the Director of Government Relations and Communications with FAIR, the Federation for American Immigration Reform. With that job title and that organization right now, are you even getting to sleep? It seems like you've got way more work than, <laughs> than is possible to get done, R.J. Yeah, the Biden administration is obviously working around the clock to completely gut every facet of border security. But fortunately, we're, we're here fighting the fight, working with Republicans on Capitol Hill and just trying to, you know, educate the general public of what the Biden administration is doing to make sure that they realize that uh, November is a referendum on what the Biden administration has done, not just on inflation and every other thing that they've, I think, ruined in this country. But they've completely dismantled uh, the most secure border, I think, that we have ever seen when President Trump uh, left office. So there's an answer that uh, that we can give them. Um, come November, and, and we're working hard to ensure that it happens. Now, the Biden administration did get dealt one uh, bit of a setback when the injunction came down that they could not let Title 42 expire and go away. Uh, it, what kind of effect is that going to have? Well, I mean, uh, again, the, the border numbers are the highest we've ever seen. I mean, last month uh, of April, I think it was the highest since DHS was formed in 2002, and even with Title 42 in place, they are still releasing over 100,000 legal aliens into American communities every month. So if Title 42 is lifted, it's just going to double. But again, Title 42 is the one thing that is keeping our borders even semi-secure. And, and for, for your listeners to give a little bit of a background, you know, the Biden administration originally planned to end Title 42 yesterday, May 23rd. But, you know, for months, lawmakers on both sides of the aisle really decried the decision to end the policy, which again, 
was implemented as a public health uh, initiative under the Trump administration to allow them to swiftly expel illegal aliens due to the pandemic. But again, you know, a lot of people, again, on both sides of the aisle, Democrats in political fear uh, of what the border crisis will do to them. You know, they were concerned that any Title 42 would, would exacerbate already record numbers at the border. But Fortunately, 24 states, and it was uh, led by Louisiana, Arizona, and Missouri, they sued the Biden administration, you know, arguing that they failed to follow uh, regulatory law when ending the use of Title 42. So on, on April 27th, a, a Judge Summer Hayes, a district judge down in Louisiana, granted a temporary restraining order. Then last Wednesday, he extended the restraining order to last until yesterday or until he issued his final ruling, which came Friday. So, you know, obviously on Friday, he ordered the Biden administration you know, to keep Title 42 in place as the lawsuit plays out and also keep records of how the policy is being applied. But the Justice Department, naturally, they appealed it. And uh, the new uh, press secretary, Karine Jean-Pierre, in the White House said that they disagreed with the decision. So they'll be fighting it behind the scenes. But we're very thankful that Title 42 has to remain in place, at least for the near future. Let me ask you this, because you make a very good point there that the outcry against ending Title 42 was very bipartisan. We had people on both sides and both parties saying, no, 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 we can't end this. And the Biden administration didn't seem to care one way or the other. Is that a, a sign of a disconnect between the Biden administration and some of the Democratic uh, Congress people? Well, you know, you know, again, I think the Democratic uh, people that are up for reelection are obviously completely scared of, again, what the optics are of what's happening down at the border and people being released into the country. But again, I also think that what the Democrats are doing in Capitol Hill is all for show. If you look at some of the legislation that was even proposed to keep Title 42 in place, there's one reason why we opposed it is, you know, Senator Sinema got behind a bill that just said it didn't say Title 42 must stay in place for, you know, several years or something like that. It just said Title 42 must stay in place until the emergency declarations end. Well, who declares the emergency declarations? The Biden administration. So, again, it really didn't do anything. A lot of what these Democrats are doing is all for show. They want to give more resources down to border to keep quickly processing all of these migrants and releasing them to the interior of the country. And I think, again, they know darn well, again, if you look at those border numbers, you know, last month when 234,000 illegal aliens were apprehended, 110,000 of them were released into the country. And Democrats want that. Again, Title 42 is all for show. It's kind of pretending that our borders are not open. And keep in mind, the Biden administration also gutted the Title 42 eligibility. Under President Trump, Title 42 applied to everybody, single adults, family units, unaccompanied children. The Biden administration exempted family units and unaccompanied children from uh, being expelled under Title 42 and only applied to single adults. So that message is still heard loud and clear. You know, down in Central America, if you want to be released into the interior of the country on the taxpayer dime, come up here as a family or just send your child alone on that treacherous journey. Well, I saw a report uh, a couple of days ago when I was talking with someone about it, and they said, that's not right. They're underestimating. And I think that's because people don't understand who these illegal immigrants are that are coming in, because Mexico released a report that said they had 100,000 people in Mexico that were officially declared missing. Now, now that seems like a drop in the hat, but a lot of these illegal immigrants are not coming from Mexico. They're, some of them are not even coming from Central and South America. They're they're coming from overseas to Central and South America and then coming up, right? 
Yeah, no, I mean, we're seeing, uh, it's, it seems like a new country kind of uh, comes up, um, you know, every time the, the monthly numbers are released. I mean, I think we saw one of the biggest countries, obviously, was Haiti, and Cuba is a very big pipeline right now. But again, everybody comes up through Mexico, but as you're correct, if they, there doesn't mean that they are all Mexican nationals. Again, some of our laws on the books just require the quick repatriation of Mexican nationals, okay? That's why our immigration laws need to be revised, so we can immediately return and deport people who are from uh, non-contingent countries. And, and again, it, it just goes to show, you know, most of these people can coming up from Central America, or if they're even passing through Central America to come up through Mexico, again, they're not true asylum seekers, they're just economic migrants. I mean, again, you're, 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 <laughs> the fact that they are passing through a country that Americans vacation to, and they're not staying there, means they are not a true refugee or asylum seeker. The moment a true refugee or somebody who's you know seeking asylum enters a country that is not the country that they are fleeing, they always get on their knees and praise the sky because they are safe now. Again, they are just country shopping. They're abusing a deeply flawed system that operates by design. Well, let me ask you this. And I, I, this is going to sound negative, but just work with me here. Uh, we're, we're talking about uh, the midterms coming up, and it looks like we're going to have a, a pretty successful midterms for the Republicans, which is going to change the balance of power in Congress regarding this. But anything Congress passes, President Biden still has to sign it into law, right? And I'm not sure we're going to have veto-proof no, majority. So what, what, what can we do is what I'm asking, RJ. That's a great question. I mean, but we're advocating for three things. And, and I think the first point, um, you know, I'm going to concede you were spot on. I mean, I think it is next to impossible for Republicans to get a veto-proof uh, majority. But I still think it is important that Republicans, notably in the House, they do pass a good immigration bill right out the gate to send a signal to the American people that, hey, we haven't just been messaging against the Biden border crisis. We actually have solutions to end it now. That leads us to the two most important things they can do. They have to be aggressive uh, when it comes to their oversight authority. I mean, they can subpoena people. They can do these deep investigations. Keep in mind, you know, Republicans created a select committee on Benghazi last time they had uh, control of the House. And then obviously Democrats did the same with January 6th. We can do a select committee on the border crisis. Again, keep bringing in my orcas. Roast the guy, grill the guy, get answers, and show the American people what the Biden administration is doing. And I think most importantly... Republicans will then have control control of the purse strings. They need to tie language to every dollar that goes to agencies that control, um, you know, uh, immigration into our country and, and the security of our borders, and prevent the Biden administration from using money to get to quickly process migrants in the country. They have to have strings attached. Have to be aggressive as humanly possible with federal funding mechanisms. If they aren't, the American people will be like, "You had a chance to stop this, and you didn't." So again. The ball will be in the Republicans' court. Gone is just tweeting, oh, the Biden border crisis, sharing a video. It's time to do something about it. Well, and that's the thing, because we're having discussions about what we're going to do after the midterms when the Republicans are in control. That hasn't happened yet. We've still got to cross the finish line on that, which is kind of your point, right? That's it, yeah, absolutely. And again, last time, on especially on the immigration issue, you know, right after President Trump was elected in 2016, you know, he immediately outsourced his entire policy-making agenda to Paul Ryan and the GOP establishment. Listen, the guy ran on building the wall. He didn't run on repealing Obamacare. But what was their first priority out the gate? Repealing Obamacare. Republicans need to realize that they have a mandate. It's time to do something about it and end the dang border crisis. 
And I would say for the Republican voters, they need to remember, too, we've still got a guy in the White House with the veto pen or the pen to not sign anything uh, that doesn't care what the American people want. All he cares about is his agenda and what he wants. It's R.J. Hellman. I've enjoyed this. Keep us up to date on what's going on with this. And, of course, we're going to keep watching it as well because it's an important issue for everybody in America, not just the border states. We appreciate the work you're doing. Thank you, Dave. Anytime. We will continue on middays here in the Element Wealth Studios on Supertalk Mississippi right after this. At Mississippi Aquarium, there are new discoveries around every corner. From friendly staff to awe-inspiring experiences. Dive deep into the aquatic wonders as you discover life above and below the ocean surface. Immerse yourself in wonderment and ignite your curiosity through the beauty of our ever-changing wildlife. So join us on the adventure into the brown, blue, and beyond at Mississippi Aquarium. Fresco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 10.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. Mississippi has more eyes in our name than any other state. That just makes sense. We're not just a star on the flag. We're the state where people follow theirs. Whether you're cutting a new path or following the road less taken, the bank that actually gets you there is just a few exits down. With more accessible, flexible lenders, more product choices, and more cutting-edge digital banking. When you move to your own beat, nothing beats local. The Citizens Bank, in your corner, member FDIC. This is Joe Rooks for do-it-yourselfers or seasoned pros. Revelace is the place to go. This is Daniel Norman. Looking for a quality, heavy-duty trailer manufactured right here in Mississippi? We've got what you need at Rebel Ace Hardware. Revel has a large selection of utility trailers in a variety of styles and sizes, including single and double axle, dovetail trailers, and more. Bundle your new trailer with a Gravely or Skag mower and save big. There's a Rebel Ace Hardware near you. Come see us. Learn more at rebelhardware.com. This is Michael Cassidy. I've spent my career as a fighter pilot in the Navy, and now I'm running for Congress in the Republican primary here in Mississippi's 3rd District. Our district represents the best of America. We're pro-life, pro-American, and pro-Trump. But Congressman Guest has not upheld these principles. Congressman Guest voted to give $1.1 billion of your taxpayer dollars to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion provider. He's voted to bring in an unlimited number of foreign workers that take our jobs and suppress our wages. And he was one of the few Republicans to join Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats in voting for the January 6th commission. Unlike guests, I oppose sending even one penny of your money to Planned Parenthood. I support securing our border, limiting foreign worker visas, a moratorium on legal immigration, and banning foreign ownership of U.S. land. I'll fight to fix our country's broken election system and get President Trump back in the White House in 2024. I'm Michael Cassidy, a pro-Trump, America first Republican running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. We've got hand washing stations with soap, paper towels, and water, and we've also got hand sanitizers to rent or sell. Please give us a call, 601-879-3969. Hey, it's Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. And now... 
The talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Now, on to the real part. Dynamite! On Super Talk Mississippi. Greg and Nettleton on the Ceasefire text line said Torps out again. Going to be a long day and night in Hoover, guys. I think you're probably right. I just hope Richard found an umbrella somewhere. He has got to know if you've got a baseball tournament scheduled, that is the absolute best drought breaker ever devised. We're live in the Element Well studios here on Middays. Dave Hughes here. Uh, and we'll keep you updated on what's going on in Hoover. I was under the impression that any good solid american baseball fan would have gotten caught out in a, in the rain at a game at least once and gone to the merch and gotten one of those plastic ponchos yeah and just stuck it in the car for another occurrence like this yeah i i actually have one in my glove box. i'm thinking i have at least two in the trunk right now and one of them if i'm not mistaken is from an atlanta braves game in the mid 90s and it's been used once what this tells me is i know what to get richard for christmas this year <laughs> it'll be too late but he'll have it for next year so it'll work out gotta gotta look out for our guy richard cross there um i'm gonna go ahead and warn you in advance <clears throat> before we start down this i already went on this rant back in the break room before the show uh th- this is an official back in my day alert we have a back in my day story coming After I tell you about what's going on in South Haven, the Kroger in South Haven has gotten an over $13,000 fine from the Department of Labor. Ouch. $13,673 to be exact. They say that they had two minor workers working in hazardous conditions and another one worked too many hours. The specifics... The 16- and 17-year-old employees were allowed to load a trash compactor while the keys that could operate the machine were in the switch. It wasn't turned on. There was nobody in there to turn it on, but the keys were in there. So that's a safety violation. And also a 15-year-old, they found, worked more than three hours on a school day and more than 18 hours during a school week. So they were slapped with $13,673 in penalties. That's an awfully specific amount, but it's the federal government. Bureaucracy at its finest. Yeah. Who, who knows what the breakdown per fine is on that, but that was the total. Uh, Kroger issued a, uh, has not issued a statement. Uh as you can imagine. But back in my day, not saying things aren't better now, a 15-year-old worked more than 18 hours in a week. Really? That's the limit now? Yeah, it's kind of silly. I mean, I think we can all get on board. We can all agree that There was a time in history when child labor was abused across the board. 
we can all agree that you should not take your four-year-old to work in the garment factory because their little hands are the only ones that can fit in the loom because they're going to lose a hand or at the very least fingers at a very early age and it's going to change their life. We can all agree that we don't need seven-year-olds working in the coal mines because they can fit into crevices that are smaller than a man can fit into. But that all makes sense to me. Oh, yeah. We, we can all get on board with that. We can all agree that's that's out of hand. But the only thing stopping a 15-year-old who's got a family that, say, dad's not there, mom's working two jobs, got a couple mouths to feed, needs a little help. The only thing standing in the way from a 15-year-old helping a family out like that is the government getting in the way. And, you know, you can almost see, and you can kind of see, not working more than three hours on a school day. You're 15, you're in school. You, you don't need to be worried about school. Yeah, you don't need to then go put in eight hours. Okay, I, I'm with you on that. But the 18 hours a week, do you realize if you're working for a business that's open seven days a week, as is the case here, you work an eight-hour shift on Saturday and on Sunday, and you're done. That's 16 of your 18 hours. That's all you can do this week. Go home. That seems a bit odd to me. Now, I mean, if they're, and heaven forbid they're working more than eight, but a 15-year-old working, you know, a 12, 15-hour shift on Saturday and Sunday each, okay, yeah, then I can see there might be some problem that somebody would bring up. But it just seems a little bit too restrictive to me. I'm not saying 15-year-olds need to go get a full-time job and finish high school. That's not the point I'm making here. But when it comes out that they can't work more than 18 hours a week, and this brings me back to back in my day, all the jobs I had in high school would have laughed like a hyena at that suggestion. I don't think I ever had one where I worked 18 hours or less in a week. I'm fairly certain when I was working in the concession stand during softball tournaments, I worked 18 hours in a day. Yeah. Red and Ridgeland. Okay, it's not just me. I'm feeling better already looking at the C Spire text line. Red and Ridgeland says, starting at 14, I used to do concrete work in the summers for my uncle who lived in Texas. We would leave the house at sunrise and get back in time to watch it set five days a week. Bought my first car with that money. Yeah. Somebody else said three teenagers out of work now. Probably that's it. It rolls downhill. We all know how that works. Don't know. Might and not. And we're completely overlooking the insanity of it's an unsafe work environment. Have you ever seen a trash compactor in the back of a big box store? Yeah, it's a big metal door with a contraption on the side that yeah, it's got some buttons and a key. If you're not the manager, you're not allowed to push the buttons, or you're going to get fired anyways. Yes. So what you're doing back there is you're breaking down boxes and throwing them through a big metal hole in the wall and closing the door. How is that unsafe? It's not. Now, yeah, if you caught them roughhousing in the compactor with the key in it, yeah, yeah, there might be a safety hazard here. You might need to have a talking to. But the fact that they're throwing boxes into the compactor and it had a key in the ignition. Oh, my goodness, people. Was it plugged in, too? That could be two violations. 
Did it have the opportunity to be powered and the key was in the soil? Oh, my goodness. We need to shut the whole thing down, I guess. It just seems to be a bit much to me, seeing the actual specifics. Ceasefire text line from the 601. Let them work all they want to. From the 601, I'm 73 now. When I was 13, I was stacking green lumber at a sawmill. Jason says, I had three part-time jobs all through high school and was glad for all of them. Appreciated being able to buy my own clothes, too. That's that's exactly right. William and Greenville, chop cotton, 7 till 7. Yeah, now see, an agricultural thing. Oh, yeah, that's that's where you can do all the things you want to, as long as they're family. Yes, it's a whole different thing. whole different set of laws. John says, this is nuts. I worked when I was 15 years old as many hours as I could so I could purchase me a nice electric guitar because mom and dad couldn't afford it. They'll just stop hiring young teenagers that are willing and want to work to earn money and not become freeloaders and expect everything to be given to them. That's the end result of having this restrictive a set of child labor laws. Do we need child labor laws? Yes, for all the reasons that Rhino outlined earlier. Yes, there have to be some limits. 18 hours a week? How many hours a week are they spending playing video games or taking a nap or just goofing off? It all comes down to motivation, and it all comes down to them learning that you have to earn what you want. That's an important life lesson for a 15-year-old to learn. I learned it. I told the story. My, I think the statute of limitations is out. Now, my first job was at 14 driving a delivery car for an office supply store. You may be familiar with the fact that at no point in Mississippi history have you been able to have a driver's license at 14, but nobody seemed to care. I was happy just driving along. If I got a school out of school early, you know, especially as I got a little bit older, you know what I did? I went in and got extra hours. Went in and worked more because gas was only 40 cents a gallon then, and I could cruise the strip all weekend long. So, yes, I don't think this is a change in the right direction, and I think this is one of the many factors that is affecting the motivation and the employability of people entering the workforce. They they haven't been allowed to have that experience. They have been taught, well, no matter how much the mean boss wants you to work, well, he, he can only do so much. If that's the way the world works, boy, did I miss a meeting. Uh, keep them coming in on the ceasefire text line. By all means, 601-879-4395. What was your experience when you were 13, 14, 15 years old regarding work? I'd love to hear it because it makes me feel better about mine because I was beginning to think I was a really odd duck floating out in the middle of the pond by himself. So keep it coming in. We'll continue in the Element Wealth Studios next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 70% chance of rain today under partly sunny conditions, high near 87. Tonight, a 60% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 70. Your Wednesday, a 90% chance of rain, high near 85. And a look to Thursday, a 30% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 79. 
This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha outboard dealer in Brandon. Breezy Oaks Ranch is Mississippi's source for local pasture-finished Wagyu beef and heritage pork. No antibiotics, no hormones. Breezy Oaks Ranch Wagyu beef and heritage pork is healthy and has incredible flavor in marbling. Call 601-908-9080 or breezyoaksranch.com. Pick up or delivery. It's Canon time. This is Dave Logan. Whether it's sales or service, our goal at Canon Nissan of Jackson is your complete customer satisfaction. We're here for you six days a week. Learn more at CanonNissanOfJackson.com. Nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Open Memorial Day. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bathfitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is just that, a family. This is a whole new me. <laughs> Almost. You know. And, of course, I just started bawling, and then I looked around, and they had tears. <laughs> and then the whole it seemed like the whole office came in and, and looked. But it was just a feeling like I have never felt before. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, 772 Lake Harbor Drive in Richland, 601-607-7876. Guys, have Viagra and Cialis let you down? It can get you to the point where you think your best days are behind you. Well, think again. If you suffer from any type of erectile dysfunction, regardless of your age or medical history, Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland can help. Their treatment options work without pain, needles, surgery, or medications, and no downtime using the latest proven technology. Call 601-944-5585 or visit InnovativeHealthClinic.net for an appointment today. Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The entire Republican delegation from Mississippi supported the $40 billion aid package for Ukraine. Congressman Michael Guest says they all believe it's important to continue to support the embattled country. We're able to send military aid, financial aid, humanitarian aid, intelligence, uh, and and we are giving them a fighting chance to save their nation. Uh, the last thing we want is an emboldened Russia, an emboldened Putin, uh, who is threatening the European continent. Uh, and so by us being able to send that aid to them but not mm-hmm. put the lives of American servicemen and women in jeopardy, uh, I thought was the right thing. For the latest Mississippi news, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or online at supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. This is Jake Mangum. Some call me the mayor. No player wins any game by themselves. It takes a team. So if you want excellent customer service and competitive insurance rates, you need to go with the home team. Mississippi Farm Bureau, just like I did. 
Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. MTV is celebrating 40 years, and Grammy Museum Mississippi invites you to explore the history of this iconic exhibit. Take a trip back to the beginning with artifacts and interviews with four remaining MTV VJs. Enjoy memorabilia from Michael Jackson to Bon Jovi with historical moments in MTV programming along with interactives and more. To learn more about the MTV Turns 40, I Still Want My MTV Exhibit, and other monthly programs and events, visit GrammyMuseumMS.org. Mississippi, the place you call home, is a state like no other. From the music to the food and the people, the Magnolia State has so many good things to celebrate. And now you can, each weekday afternoon from 2 to 3, on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and all the good things to do. Life doesn't always have to be serious, so let's have fun. Good Things with Rebecca Turner, weekdays from 2 to 3 on Super Talk Mississippi. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. It is on. On Super Talk Mississippi. Oh, it's the long version. We'll just let it go for a while. It's meatloaf. Come on, man. And he's already got a sweat going. No, he had a sweat going while the instrumental was playing. It's meatloaf. He had a sweat going when he woke up that morning. Just added to the soul. Welcome back to the Element Wealth Studios. Dave Hughes in on middays today. And the text line, uh, we're never going to be able to get to all of them. It at started this point. smoking. It, it really did. You guys are blowing it up. Good job. Um... Chris, the mailman, 18 hours a week during summer vacation? Yes. I don't think there's any time restriction to it. I think it's that's just an overarching rule. If you're under the age of 18, 18 hours a week is what you're supposed to work, apparently. And that's it. From the 662, at 14, I made money bush hogging during the summer. Yeah. Rhino has a, has a sod-laying story. Oh, yeah, I was getting paid half of what the adults were getting paid per laying, square foot. Laying the same sod, though. Oh, yeah. And there's not a way to lay sod and not just feel like crap the next day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I saw a meme the other day that I think was very, very well written. said, once you hit 40, never get down on the floor without a definite plan of how you're getting back up. And there are some activities that doesn't matter. You still better have a definite plan for how you're getting back up. Carol says on the ceasefire text line, my husband was trucking across the country at 17. Bet it took him forever doing it at only 18 hours a week. Yeah, right. <sighs> Corey in Cleveland, the Rub-A-Dub car wash in Greenville. There you go. Worked on a milk truck at 11 and 12 years old. Steve in Mendenhall. That, that's that's some tough work right there. At 14, I was working with my friend's dad as a bricklayer. 
At 16, I got my first official job at the local A&P, stocking shelves. And again, we're discussing this because Kroger in South Haven, right here in Mississippi, just got a huge fine because they had a 15-year-old who worked more than three hours on a school day and more than 18 hours during a school week, and two other teenagers had a safety violation that I, I don't really see it, but okay. So this is in the news today. This is relevant uh, to how things have changed. That's for the one person that said move on. Oh, they went on to uh, to continue. Point being, there are real issues to discuss. You might even utilize your platform to spotlight folks with some potential solutions for today's problems that you so frequently dwell on. Oh, good. I understand this show isn't good things, but bring some positive thinking to the table. Rants without providing a better direction are getting tiresome. Very good. Positive direction. Let's change the child labor laws to where they make sense. There. That's the entire point of this, illustrating the way things were compared to the way things are now based on today's news report of a huge six-figure fine levied against a Mississippi business because of the current child labor laws. The whole point of this is proposing a solution. Fix it. Not really sure what else you're looking for here. Well, I guess we can make it positive. Fix it, please. <laughs> well, it, well I, I don't know what else is being asked for there. Started at 13 laying carpet. By the time I was 16, I quit school and started building metal buildings and putting on metal roofs because I had to. No handouts where I'm from, from the 662. At 15, worked at a local grocery store carrying out groceries. Went in at 5 after football practice and worked Saturday and Sunday 30 hours a week. Oh, yeah. When you're in school, the weekend is where you make your money. Yeah. But here's the thing. We hear all the time, all the time, that we need to get back to the good old days. We need to go back to the way things were. We need to get back to a different time when people knew the value of hard work and knew the value of of applying yourself and being motivated. Work ethic and the value of a dollar. We have literally used the federal government to limit kids' ability to do that. We've made it illegal for the kids to learn those things while they're kids. The folks that we have texting in, and they're still coming in on the ceasefire text line, telling their stories of when they were kids. I just got a text from my wife for crying out loud. Uh, you know, Everybody has these stories. My wife. Here you go. At 16, I was working and managing the local grocery store at 40 hours a week during the school year. It's now illegal. Don't believe me? Ask the person that has to write the check from Kroger to the federal government for the fine in South Haven. From the 601, I raised two very successful kids today in a fireworks stand. They were 6 and 10 years old when I went into business. They learned how to earn. That's the point. 
That's the entire point. When the federal government makes it illegal to teach your kids these things at an appropriate level, because there are going to be some people that are going to say, well, 18 hours a week, that's enough. That's enough for them to learn that. No, that's teaching your kids that there are artificial limitations imposed from the outside on how much effort they're allowed to put in. That's what you're teaching them. Again, should a 15-year-old be working 80 hours a week during a school year? No. want to make sure this isn't misconstrued. But 18 hours a week? That's not quite three hours a day for the whole seven days. Or going into the other problem they had with the safety violation of the trash compactor. So they're old enough to drive a motor vehicle. Could be a dangerous weapon in the wrong hands without the right training. They're not responsible enough to throw cardboard boxes through a hole in the wall and close the door? No, 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 no. Got to have standards. Paul and Meridian, Pizza Inn cook at 16. Which brings up the question, Paul, can you still cook a mean pizza? <laughs> Did you take some of that knowledge and take it forward to your personal life? I would, I would think you would have picked up some tricks. I feel like that's riding. That's like riding a bike. The only way to know for sure is for Paul to invite us over for pizza. And then we can report and we can tell you. I am always angling for a free meal. Uh, Chris, again, it's in concrete now. Dave and Rhino's rants on Tuesdays. <laughs> Honestly, it's most days when I'm up here. This is the way it turns out every time for whatever reason. Stephen from Greenville, video department manager at 16. Paul says he's a great cook. I have no doubt. Said you'd like my red beans and rice better. We have an hour and plus until we can go to lunch. I, this is turning into cruelty, Paul. I'm, I'm just telling you right now. From the 228 at 13, I worked five hours Wednesday, Thursday, and eight Friday and Saturday as a busboy. Well, apparently, according to federal child labor laws, that five hours should have been three, no more than three hours on those weekdays, and the total should not have been over 18. Okay, this is a little better from the 662, and I don't know. We'd have to verify this, but taking their word for it. It says, labor laws for the 18 hours and 3 hours a day only applies to 15-year-olds when school is in session. Makes a little more sense. That still cuts out their earning potential if they work a full shift Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, because that's basically all they could do. That's 16 of the 18 hours, yeah. Brad from Guntown, it's hard to tell your kids that if you work hard and dedicate yourself to something, you can accomplish it. America is the land of opportunity. Oh, but you can't work but only 18 hours a week. Go get them, Tiger. That's the point. And we wonder why there's all these videos on social media of 18-year-olds when they get that first check because it's the first job they've had when they turned 18. And they're like, what? I did the math. Why am I getting so little? Because you didn't do the math. <laughs> Welcome to Education 2.0.
Cool from the 601 Night Shift Chicken Plant Cleanup at 15. Woo! If I had a hat on, I would take it off to you right now. Good grief. From the 662, you've got grown-ups that won't work and kids that can't work. America. Farm labor, agricultural-based business, yeah, totally different animal there. They're exempt from that. You, 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 you can work that five-year-old from sunup to sundown, no problems. We continue on Middays in the Element Well Studios next. Carter Jewelers was established 172 years ago in 1849 and is recognized as one of the oldest surviving businesses in the nation. One of the reasons for this 172-year miraculous survival has been our commitment to quality. Today, we've stepped up our game, and we're producing what we believe and know is the best quality diamond and gemstone jewelry ever made with no equal in finish and detail. I'm going to say that again. Carter Jewelers is producing the best quality diamond jewelry ever made, and we're selling this jewelry at incredible prices. Carter Jewelers has been voted best jewelry store for the last three years by the Jackson Free Press. Trade-ins are welcome, 18 months interest-free financing, and no credit check financing. Carter Jewelers is located downtown Jackson on High Street, two blocks from the Capitol, and the Pemberton Plaza in Vicksburg. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. As a former prosecutor and now as your congressman, I'm very concerned about the crisis of illegal immigration and drugs coming across America's southern border. I'm Michael Guest. I've gone to the border several times this year to meet law enforcement officers who are working hard to protect us. They deserve our support. You have my commitment to always fight for stronger border security to make our communities a safer place to live, worship, and raise a family. I'm Michael Guest, and I approve this message. Paid for by friends of Michael Guest. Your window tent headquarters at Auto Trim Designs on Highway 80 in Pearl is now also your best source for the lasting protection of Expel paint protection film. Your car is too precious to fail to protect it from bugs, rocks, and road debris. For more info, go to autotrimdesigns.com. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. The word agriculture does not come up in the multiple White House statements about the value or benefits of the Indo-Pacific Economic Framework for Prosperity that was kicked off Monday by President Joe Biden visit to Japan. The rollout of the new trade talks between the U.S. and 12 other countries, quote, covers half the population of the world and more than 40 percent of the global GDP, according to the White House statement. But the framework does not include tariff reductions or specific details about increasing market access. The goal of the talks is to offset some of China's dominance in the region and reestablish some U.S. influence as well. While agricultural groups have pushed for the Biden administration to rejoin the comprehensive and progressive Trans-Pacific Partnership, they also have called on the administration to focus on increasing market access and lowering tariffs. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is Supertalk Mississippi Agri-News Network. Just three words tell you everything you need to know. They tell you why we employ more than 2,000 workers at our factory in Virginia Beach. 
and why over 10,000 local steel dealers are putting battery power in the hands of Americans. Just three words, made in America. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. The majority of steel products sold in America are made in America of U.S. and foreign materials. Batteries and chargers are sourced internationally. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? We can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery-powered tools, from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real Steel. Find yours at SteelUSA.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to The Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. We'll do it live. On Super Talk Mississippi. their greatest hits album, The Offspring. A special vinyl box set. Because why not? It's the 1990s all over again, right? Welcome back. Midday Super Talk, Mississippi. Dave Hughes here in the Element Wealth Studios. Ocean Springs. I don't know if you heard about this. Uh, We have an official plea from the one person that's been arrested in the killing, now we're going to call it murder, the murder of Carl the Rooster. Former Jones County Correctional Officer Kendra Schaefer pled not guilty to a misdemeanor animal cruelty charge. They caught the whole thing on security footage. They identified her. There were two men in the video. They haven't identified her. And authorities say, Ocean Springs police, say that Schaefer, and I quote here, has not been cooperative in helping identify the men in the video. End quote. So she has pled not guilty to the murder of Carl the Rooster down in Ocean Springs, and unless you're from that area, you don't really understand what a big deal Carl was. Carl was a fixture of the town. There were two groups of people, the ones that knew about Carl And the ones that if they let anyone in the area know they didn't know about Carl would soon know about Carl. They've got memorials they're putting up for Carl the Rooster now that he's gone. She pled not guilty and refuses to give up the names of her murderous accomplices. So just wanted to give you an update on that. Uh that that's that's not the worst crime related story I've got for you though. Iberia Parish, Louisiana. <clears throat> so two guys decided to move a house. They didn't check with anybody. Well, I take that back. They did check with people. 
They were told by the sheriff's department that they had to have permits from the parish government, had to get it all cleared, and in the finest redneck form said, nah, we could do it. So they didn't go get a permit. They didn't follow the proper procedures. While moving the house, they knocked down over a dozen mailboxes, several road signs, a couple of trees were damaged in the process, and they hit power lines and power poles and caused 700 people to lose electricity to their house in the, at the end of May in South Louisiana. They were not... Uh they were not going to be very welcome in that neighborhood. No, they are not invited to the crawfish boils from this point forward. They're going to have to work their way out of that hole. The whole concept of moving an entire house is funny to me. It really is when you think about I mean, it. I get it. We have the technology. We can do it. it. It is feasible. I don't know that it's really all that economical, but wow, moving a whole house. I would tell you the names of the two guys, but I would immediately get a text from my wife explaining how I mispronounced both of them. <laughs> we'll call them Boudreaux and Thibodeau. Sure, that's close enough. Additional charges are pending. They've both been charged with violation of parish ordinances, obstruction of highway commerce, and criminal damage to property. And they ain't done with the charges uh, they are both in jail on bond of $125,000 each. The best part about this story, though, here's how they got caught. Besides the trail of destruction they left behind them. Yes. They got a call for illegal transport of a house. Somebody out here using their house to knock power poles down. You need to come look at it. When police got there, they found the truck, the trailer, and the house blocking the road, abandoned. They bailed out and ran and just left it there. One of the two guys was the owner of the house. He literally abandoned his home in the middle of the road and ran for it. I think they must have gotten to a stop sign or something, I would assume, and looked in the rearview mirror and went, Oh, wait a minute. That's not good. That's not good. Tony, we got to go. So then they had to go track them down to arrest them, to put them in jail for this. Well, they're going to have a hard time finding one guy because his house is in the middle of the road. Yeah, you, you go check his address. Well, it's at the back of the truck. Where do we go now? I assume you have to go check the other guy's house first, right? Assuming it's still there, you don't know. When we come back after the news, Fox News and Super Talk Mississippi News, well... We're going to talk just how much it costs to buy some steaks. That'll be a cheerful conversation. One and Andy Berry will be joining us here in the studio next. Your home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. 
News. I'm Chris Foster. 200 bodies are reported to have been found in the basement of a bombed-out apartment building in Mariupol, Ukraine. President Biden met in Tokyo with the leaders of Japan, Australia, and India about Russian President Vladimir Putin's invasion of Ukraine. He's not even naming it military targets anymore. He's taking out every school, every church, every every natural history museum, as if to try to obliterate Ukrainian uh, culture. The president's on his way back to the U.S. now. Americans' average vehicle age is up for the fifth straight year. The average price for a used car over $33,000. The price for a new car now pushing a record $47,000, leading to another all-time high of Americans keeping their cars now for an average of 12.2 years. The figure stems from the annual scrappage rate to the amount of vehicles that were sent to the junkyard. Fox's Jeff Manasso, America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Frisco Deli, serving giant sandwiches, award-winning rib plates, and original recipe catfish with a family-friendly atmosphere. Open 1030 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Frisco Deli, we have something for everyone. Located just off Pearson Road on Phillips Lane in Pearl. Come see us. The Mississippi Braves look to defend their league championship on the field in 2022. Indian Braves offer an affordable and safe outing for the entire family. See the future stars of the Atlanta Braves right here at Trustmark Park and enjoy daily promotions throughout the season. Single game tickets start as low as $5 and the Braves can tailor a ticket plan just for your schedule or a group outing from 20 to 500 people. For more information on promotions or to purchase tickets, call 888-BRAVES-4 or visit MississippiBraves.com. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Gas prices surged to new record highs last week, but the increases have started to slow. The average price for a gallon of regular in Mississippi has remained at 418 since the 20th. Diesel has been at 521 a gallon since the 14th. In a blog on Monday, the head of Gas Buddy said with more Americans planning to hit the road this Memorial Day weekend, he's hopeful we can avoid a national average of $5 per gallon. The cheapest gas in our state is at the Sam's Club in Meridian right now for $3.88. A strange brew in Starkville has it for only $3.89. Monday, Jackson State unveiled its new athletic lecture theater dedicated to legendary football coach W.C. Gordon and his wife Vivian. Gordon led the Tigers to eight SWAC championships. He's considered by ESPN to be among the 150 greatest coaches in college football history. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation celebrates 100 years in 2022. If you're not sure what that means for you, did you know Farm Bureau Insurance was created as a member benefit to help farmers insure their land and equipment? Today, everyone can benefit from great insurance rates and great coverage. We are more than agriculture. We are what's best for all Mississippi. The Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation, 100 years of faith, family, and farm bureau. Become a member today at msfb.org. All of us at the Mississippi Propane Gas Association are committed to providing you with the best possible services and affordable values. We operate in a way that assures a safe, reliable, and economical fuel source. Our trained personnel constantly monitor the conditions of our gas systems to assure reliability and safety. Any repairs or modifications to a propane gas system must be performed by the qualified technicians of your propane provider as required by state and federal regulations. Energy for everyone. Propane. Visit MSPropane.com. 
Hurricane season in the Atlantic begins next month, but today we'll be told what kind of season to expect. Fox's Evan Brown reports. NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, will unveil its 2022 Atlantic hurricane seasonal outlook today. This is the summer and fall long forecast where the federal team of tropical meteorologists will predict how many cyclones will form and how many will grow into hurricanes. The greater the number, the more chances one could strike a populated area. It's a good reminder to check to see that property insurance premiums are paid and to gather or stock up on supplies. The SEC tournament kicks off today in Hoover with Ole Miss taking on Vanderbilt at 4.30. The game can be watched on the SEC network. A winner will take on number one Tennessee Wednesday. For all things Mississippi, visit supertalk.fm. I'm Kelly Bennett. Your news, your talk, your weather, and your sports. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Every show, every podcast, and every late-breaking story. All in one place. Supertalk.fm. Are you thinking about retirement or are you recently retired? Do you have a plan or do you have a drawer full of statements? If your answer is the latter, then you're not retirement planning, you're retirement hoping. Risks and inflation are rising and planning is critical now. At Element Wealth, our exclusive 360 process can create a strategy to help protect what you've worked so hard to build while still providing growth. To start the conversation, visit myelementwealth.com or call 601-957-6006. 601-957-6006. Prime Shrimp is a proud sponsor of Tasty Tuesday on Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Go to PrimeShrimp.com to get pre-seasoned, easy-to-cook shrimp delivered straight to your door. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. And now... Another hour of the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Begin your transition now. Now on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, Middays, on Super Talk Mississippi. Dave Hughes in the Element Wealth Studios live, and now I am joined by a man of high standing. I'm, I'm going to introduce you that way, Andy, and we'll go from there. Take all I can get there. He's the executive vice president of the Mississippi Cattlemen's Association and the Mississippi Beef Council and throws one heck of a barbecue. Mr. Andy Berry, how are you doing today, We're sir? We're doing great, Dave. Good to see you. Thanks for having me on. Good to see you. I hadn't talked to you in a while. It's been a month or two. Yes, sir. And, and what's so funny is we talk to people from all over the state, and, and we live, what, 15 minutes away from each Something other, like I think. That. Yeah. Not, not that far. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're yeah. both right down there in southwest Mississippi. In, in God's country, yes, sir. Yeah, the good part of the state, <laughs> as we refer to it down there. Uh, now, now, let me ask you, let's just start right with the, the, the elephant-sized cow in the room here. Uh, we, we didn't want to have you in, but the stakes were too high. <laughs> what a pun. What Thank a pun. you. Thank, I, I wrote that yesterday in my head. I have been waiting for you to get here so I could use that. Uh, but you and I were talking right before we went on the air, and I was looking at things earlier, and actually the price of beef trending downward right it, now. It is right now. It's it's down a little bit from their peaks back in, in the winter, uh, 2 to 3%. 
Uh, we're still a little higher than last year at this time, but uh, we we are seeing a little decrease in beef prices, which is welcome. Uh, I think for all our consumers headed into Memorial Day, which is a big barbecue weekend uh, where everybody has a little time off from work and gets to enjoy their favorite beef dish out on the grill. Now, let me ask you, does that usually have an impact on prices when we come up on a grilling holiday? It, it does. So there's there's a lot of factors that indicate kind of what, what the rest of the year looks like based off of beef sales for, for Memorial Day because it is such a big holiday that, uh, you know, it's kind of the first thing of the summer. You know, down south we've been grilling for, for several months now, but, but you know, up in the northern parts of the, of the country, it's one of the first big grilling weekends that they'll have. Well, and let's be honest, we're in the South. I've grilled in December. I, I've grilled with snow on the grill. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, sometimes you just do what you got to do, you know. Uh, but even even with that upward pressure, even with all of those things, uh, prices trending downward. Now, is that coming out of the pocket of the cattlemen, or how is this working? Well, as we've talked before, you know, the, the, the typically the price of beef and what our cattle producers get for their calves that we produce here in Mississippi are kind of have an inverse relationship. And, and you know, it taken an economist to really explain why that is. Uh, but as beef prices go up, typically we have seen cattle prices go down. Uh, you know, right now a 500-pound calf's worth about $1.50, $1.55. It's down about ten cents from from earlier this year, but it's about twenty cents a pound higher than it was a year ago. So we've seen some increases in our prices for our cattle, uh, but we've also seen tremendous, tremendous increases in our inputs. Uh, fertilize has been a, a killer. The two S: fuel and fertilize, are killing us. Uh, and both of those are directly tied to petroleum. Uh, yes, it, it's tied to petroleum in, in several different ways. Uh, you know, the the, pro, the the manufacturing of it, but also the delivery. Of, of that it takes fuel to get it there to our producers so it's a huge issue i mean we're, we're paying probably double if not more than double for a lot of our fertilize uh, equally for fuel I, I did the math earlier uh 487 a gallon is kind of what, what my local place down home has got off-road diesel that our tractors use that's so, a pretty good price for diesel right now I'm well that's, that's off-road that's that's True. non-tax so that's that's the dyed fuel uh you know my tractor, I've got a 100-horsepower tractor, has about a 30-gallon uh, fuel tank on it. That's 150 bucks to fill it up. I can go through that in a day without really trying if we're if we're down home working in the hayfield or something like that. And so, you know, and that's not even comparing to the row crop guys that have, have much larger tractors than that for what fuel is cost. It's a huge, huge issue uh, in our industry right now. And it just seems to be getting worse. And I would assume as that increases, the price in the grocery store increases. It, it has to because, you know, we – we have to ship all our cattle out west, so you know the cost to get them out there to the feed yards is roughly you know the price of fuel per mile. So if the fuel is is five dollars a gallon, five twenty a gallon, that's how much we're paying per mile to get our cattle from here out to the uh, Midwest to those feed yards. And then the same thing, you've got to ship the meat back. So yes, yeah, it's an added cost all the way around. It's just inflation is just killing us uh, for our farmers. We are we are price takers. Uh, and so it, it, it hurts our cattle producers here in the state. And one thing, and I always try to underline this when I have you on, 
going back to the beginning of this this whole list of the cost and the the various prices that are built into this, the one person not really seeing a whole lot extra money is the cattleman that's actually Amen. raising the cattle. <laughs> Amen. It's you know it's it's really really a, a huge problem right now. Uh, hay production is is what we're doing this time of year, getting ready for next winter. We're always preparing for the next season in the cattle in the cattle industry. So our guys, our cow calf guys, are getting ready for the winter. They're preparing those feedstocks. It's costing them double, if not triple, uh, what it did a year ago to be able to provide hay and feed for those cattle coming up for this winter. And it's it's a huge issue. We've we've heard uh, rumors of a lot of folks saying they're going, you know, keep their cattle through the summer and then then possibly sell out. Uh, I urge them to hang on to those cattle. Uh, you know, we've got some good days ahead of us in the cattle industry, but right now it's a tough it's a tough road to hoe. Well, and that's part of the problem because the more people that sell their cattle, the less producers we have in the state, which means we have to bring it in from somewhere else, which is not going to drive the price down. Not at all. Not, and that's, that's we're seeing this across the country. We've got huge droughts out in the West. It's really affecting our, our numbers of cattle nationally. And so, you know, we're setting up to have some good prices for, for our calves, but it's just going to take a little while to work through these inflationary uh, prices that we're seeing for all our inputs. Now, and somebody has a question on the ceasefire text line, and I was about to get into this, so it worked out perfectly because some people might not realize. Uh, Mike in Richton says, why do we have to ship our cattle out west and then back? So from a commercial scale, to be able to be commercially viable, uh, there's a lot of climate issues that affect how cattle are raised in those feed yards. Now, we've done a wonderful job here, and my hat's off to the Land Water Timber Resource Board in Mississippi. Commissioner Andy Gibson uh, co-chairs that uh, to expand the USDA USDA processing uh, capacity for our cattle here in the state. So we've got double the capacity of what we did a year or two ago. There are local options out available. Uh, it's not hard to find somebody that produces local beef here in Mississippi to, to find some local beef. There's plenty of people out there. And, you know, just a, just a cursory search on, on Google or Facebook, and you'll find somebody close to you that has some, some good Mississippi beef for you to purchase here. Go out and get it today. And uh, you're welcome to call our office. I can help put you in touch with anybody that, that you know, across the state, depending on where you live. Uh, to do that, I always offer that because, and we typically get a few calls of folks looking for that local Mississippi beef, and we'll be happy to connect them with that. And I would just like to say, playing back to what we were talking about earlier, Southwest Mississippi has a pretty good cattle industry. We do, we do. We're, there's some, uh, you know, South Central, particularly Mississippi, is, is probably some of the largest cattle numbers in in the state, and so yeah, we we've got the opportunity there. But but going back to the gentleman's question, uh, climate has a lot to do when you when you congregate these cattle in these feed yards uh, in the rain and the moisture that we get here, it, it's not just it, it will turn into probably not a very humane situation of, to house those cattle and bogging in the mud. And then also all the the grain belts that we have out in the Midwest. And that's where all the, the packing facilities are at. The, the large commercial scale uh, facilities are out there. It's just kind of how our industry is set up. Well, and you know, I've got a couple of questions here, which is the the logical next question. Yes, for the feed yards and things like that, it's a climate issue, uh, and they just have a better climate uh, that's more conducive to raising the cattle property, and you don't wind up with moldy grain and everything else. Uh, but uh, what can we do to get more beef plants in Mississippi 
after the feed yard process is done, or is it cheaper to just go ahead and process it there? How does that work? Well, I think there's a, there's plenty, there's a lot of opportunity for our producers to capture some more value here in the state. Getting those those USDA process, uh, certified facilities up and running, uh, there's been uh, see one that's just come online. There's two more that's supposed to come on this summer in South Mississippi. Then we've got another two or three over the next year that will, that will again, will more than double and will take care of a lot of our needs. It's, it's the demand. If people will go out and search and ask for and then buy the Mississippi raised beef, it, it, it'll, it's a demand lead type of uh, type of situation there. To where if the demand is there, people will feel that need, and so we've got to get people to buy this Mississippi beef, and then there'll be more people, more opportunities for folks to sell it. But we've got to create that demand. And what we hear from our Mississippi beef producers is that that are that are actually you know retailing their their farm to table beef, they can sell their steaks really well. Uh, then they struggle past that a lot of times of people not wanting to, to go ahead and purchase the, the ground beef or the roast or things like that because it does cost a little bit more than what you're going to get in the grocery store. So look for those things when you're out there purchasing Mississippi uh, beef products is to, is to buy those, those other products as well other than the steaks. Well, and that, that plays into another comment that we got said, you can find beef shares everywhere. It's finding specific cuts, and that speaks to exactly what you're talking yeah, about. So, People want those steaks. You know, if I, if I could raise one that, that was full of ribeyes, uh, that would that would be great, but but you know, there's a lot of other things besides ribeyes that are on a, on, a, on a beef animal that we have to also utilize and, and find a market for. We have some other questions coming in. Can you stick around? Sure, I can have so, He's got nothing else to do. He's hoping to go to lunch. Uh, We will continue with Andy Berry here on Middays Live in the Element Wealth Studios on a beautiful Tuesday right after this. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. This hour of Middays with Gerard Gibbert is sponsored by Innovative Health Clinic in Ridgeland. For personalized in-office treatment for urinary incontinence, erectile dysfunction, and neuropathy, they help you get your life back. Hey, this is Will with Service Specialists. Are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, Service Specialists has been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. We have candidates for all your administrative, professional, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Check us out online at servicespecialistltd.com. That's servicespecialistltd.com. Service Specialists, your expert recruiters helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967 with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. This is Michael Cassidy. 
I've spent my career as a fighter pilot in the Navy, and now I'm running for Congress in the Republican primary here in Mississippi's 3rd District. Our district represents the best of America. We're pro-life, pro-American, and pro-Trump. But Congressman Guest has not upheld these principles. Congressman Guest voted to give $1.1 billion of your taxpayer dollars to Planned Parenthood, the nation's largest abortion provider. He's voted to bring in an unlimited number of foreign workers that take our jobs and suppress our wages. And he was one of the few Republicans to join Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats in voting for the January 6th Commission. Unlike Guest, I oppose sending even one penny of your money to Planned Parenthood. I support securing our border, limiting foreign worker visas, a moratorium on legal immigration, and banning foreign ownership of U.S. land. I'll fight to fix our country's broken election system and get President Trump back in the White House in 2024. I'm Michael Cassidy, a pro-Trump, America first Republican running for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. Gallo here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Okay, is everybody ready? I'm ready. Ready here. Middays with Gerard Gibbons on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back. Super Talk Mississippi Middays in the Element Wealth Studios. Dave Hughes here, Andy Berry with us, uh, Mississippi Beef Council, Vice President of the Mississippi Cattlemen's Association, a busy individual is what I'm saying. Uh, I have one question on the text line. You were talking about various plants and the, the possibility of, of seeing some more open uh, in the future based on demand. Uh, somebody specifically asking, any new plants in eastern Mississippi? Yeah, there's a lot in eastern Mississippi. Leeksville, there's a new one in Leeksville, uh, which is in southeastern Mississippi. Uh, there's another one in Loosedale, which is just down the road from that. Primarily in the south part of the state is where we've seen most of them. I know there's a new one that's going to go up around the Batesville-Pope area here in the next year. Uh, you know, we need one, really need some up around uh, Pontotoc, Tupelo, New Albany, uh, that kind of northeast part of the state. But, uh, yeah, there's some some down in, in, the, in the southeastern part of the state that are USDA certified. So it comes back to demand. That's right. And and also, now when I say USDA certified, those are the plants that, that a, a producer uh, could, could sell their beef retail. There's a lot of other plants across the state that are what, what are called custom harvest or custom exempt to where, you know, I can take my calf there, uh, you can buy part of that calf before we take it there, and then we slaughter it 
you know, take that half or whatever, a quarter or whatever it may be, and it, it's not it's not sold. The meat's not sold. You're buying part of the calf. We get it harvested. There's a lot of those across the state. That's another option for folks to do uh, to, if they wanted some local beef. And I would assume that that's the case in, in a lot of the situations where somebody does go in on a cow share yeah. and yeah. buys a certain amount of the, the cow, a quarter, a half, whatever, and then it goes to one of those processing plants to yes. be so, Yes, yeah, so they could be processed at either one of those plants in that case, but the, the, key, the chip says you're buying an animal and not buying meat. If you're buying meat, it has to be USDA certified. Yeah, because once you're buying the animal, well, you're having something done with your animal. That's right. You know, when you're, when you're selling meat, we've got a great uh, safety uh, program here in our country for, for our food that we eat. And so that's part of that to ensure that we have a safe food to eat. You know, it's, I often use example of, you know, I don't care what the, the price is per pound of, of whatever you buy. If you think you're going to get sick off of it, you don't buy it. So, so we that's why we really when you retail beef, we, we we enjoy having that USDA stamp that gives a peace of mind that it's been it's been inspected. We know it's a safe product that we're eating. You know, we were talking off the air that people don't really understand what goes into this. We just say these magical words. Well, the cow got processed. It is a very complicated process. You know, it's, it's, you know, from the, from that from the time it gets on your plate. You know, it's it's two or three years worth of work that somebody's put into that 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 piece of protein that you're eating. You know, from the breeding decisions, uh, from you know, from having that calf and and raising it up and then weaning it. Uh, then feeding it out into, into harvest weight and then getting it processed and then packaged. There's a lot of, lot of work that goes into that. And, uh, you know, we, our, our producers do a great job of doing that. We're a sustainable uh, industry in, in how we operate. Uh, I think we're the original conservationists, you know, because we, our, our cattle eat grass. They take what no other animal can eat and turn that into something mighty tasty, which is beef. And, you know, other than Les Miles, who makes you on a little bit of grass from time to time, there's not a lot of us that enjoy uh, chewing on the grass, but uh, there's a bull joke here, Andy, <laughs> that you're setting me up for, and I'm not going to take the bull joke. I could, but I'm not. I'm trying to be good. Uh, now, let, let me ask you: You were talking about, uh, you know, with the the cattle being shipped out west and the different climate and everything. Well, we're seeing a change out in that area. I saw a report the other day that, uh, say, Arizona up to Oregon and, and all of those areas. Their drought continues, and it has continued to the point to where this is the longest continuous stretch of drought in the American West since the year 800 A.D. Oh, wow. I didn't know it was it, been that it, long. It, yeah. has, it has been a while since we've seen one like this. Will that have, going forward, any effect on shipping the cattle out there? Are we going to have to change the way we do things? You know, I, I don't think immediately, uh, long-term, you know, if that continues, sure, that's going to be a concern. From a from a non-qualified, just a general observational uh, opinion of Andy Berry's, it's just my opinion, I, I think that the southeast is poised to be in a great position over the next 50 to 100 years in terms of food production, be it, be it live animals, be it uh, crops, just because of the water. Uh, when you go out west and just see how dry it is and, you, and you, people are moving there and they're draining those aquifers, water is a huge, huge issue. We see a lot of states that are having court battles over there. I think even Mississippi had one here recently over those aquifers. And so water is going to be a huge issue. We've got that in the southeast by and large. And so I, I just see plenty of opportunity where somebody wants to be in agriculture to come to the southeast, and, and you've got that opportunity there because you have moisture. 
Well, what we need to do is throw some bait out on the water. If we want to catch some of those fish and land them here in Mississippi to get them to move operations And, and, and we're seeing that. We, we, we've, we've had several folks that have, have sold out in, like, South Florida. And so they, you know, some of them will go to Texas, but we've had several that have stopped here in Mississippi because the climate is much more similar to South Florida versus somewhere in Texas. And so we've we've had several operations that have cashed in down south and have moved up here and expanded their operation into Mississippi. Uh, Joe and Meridian, and here's a question. It's going to be a rough estimate, I can tell you right now, that Andy can give you because every cow is different. So what price range can I expect for processing half a cow, half a beef? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, it depends on the cow, and it depends it's, on where you're getting that, it processed. That number has, that number has changed. I, I hate to give him a quote for that because, uh, you know, each farmer has a different cost and input cost of what it took to, to raise that there. Uh, if you give us a call, if you don't have anybody locally, we'll be happy to try to work with you and get you a number and get you somebody that you can can uh, can find to do that with. Uh, David from Bruce, just backing up what you're talking about and adding to the discussion, and thank you, David, appreciate it, says, been hauling feeders out west for some time now. These feedlots have their feed down to a science where the cattle are lean. They do. It's it's a, it's a you know, there, there's folks that get doctors in in you know, cattle nutrition. And so they know exactly what each little minute change an ingredient does. And so they've got it down to science of how much fat and how much lean and, and to what they want and how to feed it uh, versus what type of cattle they have. So, yes, it's, it's a lot of, lot of uh, like I said, work that goes into getting that, that food to your plate. Now, we were talking and we had people asking about uh, buying a side of beef, and you were talking about everybody wants steak. And I'm going to be forward right up front. I'm not a steak guy. I'm a ground beef guy. I love some ground beef most I, well. I will, I will fire up that grill and go through a pack of ground beef. One of the family-sized ones because you know how it works. Uh, but there's a lot of other cuts of meat that you can use this holiday weekend and slap on the grill, and you are going to be blown away, right? That's right. You know, there, there's a lot of cuts that we don't typically look for. You know, I, I'm, I'm guilty of it from time to time, of sticking with a ribeye or sirloin or T-bone or something like that. Uh, but there's some other cuts out there. You know, you can sub a... Uh, a ribeye out for a uh, a chuck eye steak, and it's going to be a, a little bit less expensive. It's going to be just as flavorful as that ribeye. Uh, one of my favorite cuts that a lot of people don't don't tend to gravitate towards is a flat iron steak or a flank steak. Those are those are very very flavorful, beefy type steaks that are that are typically at a much lower cost point than your ribeyes and t bones and fillets. Um, you know, the tri tip is one that we haven't really caught on here as much in the south, and it's hard to find. Uh, but if you can find a good tri-tip steak, that is a that is a very beefy, juicy, flavorful piece of steak to try to do something different with. But, uh, you know, flat iron steaks, we use those all the time. We, we'll cook them and just eat them as a steak, or we'll slice them thin and make some fajitas out of them. But it's a, it's a great cut of beef. It's very versatile that, that people don't have a lot of experience with. And they're easy to cook. They're, they're really, they're very forgiving. Well, and that's the other thing that I wanted to point out, because people tend to treat beef as this umbrella term, and you cook it all the same. You heat it up till it's a certain color. Different cuts require different methods to cook them they, properly. They do, and I've got a great resource for you. You can go to beefitswhatsfordinner.com, or you can go to our website at msbeef.com. We've got recipes. We've got cooking information, grilling techniques, all these different things, marinations. Uh, you know, one, one bit of advice that I would give you, for whether you're cooking ground beef or steak or anything else, 
get you a very good or, or just semi-good uh, instant read digital thermometer, a meat thermometer. It will improve your cooking and, and your eating experience tenfold to know what that internal temperature is so that you don't overcook it or undercook it and you can shoot for what whatever degree of doneness that you want with that and it really has improved myself i've been using it for 10 years and have it it's night and day difference uh in in how my 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 beef turned out after I bought one of those thermometers. Now, of course, going along with that, even if you have the meat thermometer, you got to know the temperatures. you got to know the target you're shooting for. It doesn't yeah. matter how good your gun is if you don't know what target well, lot, you're shooting for. a lot of at. those have those on, printed right on the thermometer. If not, beefitswhatsfordinner.com, we've got all that information there for you to utilize and, and hope you will pick up some of these cuts this, this weekend, enjoy with your family, and uh, try them again. Andy Berry, Executive Vice President of the Mississippi Cattlemen's Association and the Mississippi Beef Council. Mr. Beef, I'm, I'm now giving you the title. <laughs> Beef, it's what's for dinner, y'all. Go try it out. Fantastic. Always enjoy seeing you, Andy. My pleasure. Thank you for having me on again. We'll catch up again soon. We will continue on Middays in the Element Wealth Studios next. How can R.J. Young help you with digital communications, managed IT services, business process outsourcing, and office equipment and technology? R.J. Young is your source for the technology solutions that power your business. For more information and a quick demo of the modern office and how it's increasing efficiency and bottom lines of businesses across the country, visit us at themodernoffice.com. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. Here's John and Corey Ravenstein for Juniker Jewelry Company. There are plenty of stores out there who buy old jewelry. But ask yourself, who can I trust to give me an honest valuation? And then make you a serious offer. At Juniker Jewelry Company, as gemologists and appraisers, we will assess accurately the real value of what you have. Bring us your old gold and platinum jewelry or Rolex timepiece. That diamond ring you inherited. Or maybe it's that diamond you just don't wear anymore because it simply lost its meaning. We tell you exactly what you have and make you the very best offer. We even buy large diamonds and entire estate collections. Most folks just want your scrap gold. So before you sell your old jewelry to just anybody, ask yourself, who can I trust? We're Jennifer Jewelry Company. For over 75 years, Mississippi's diamond and estate jewelry experts. For honest valuation and the best offer, 
Come see us today. Juniker Jewelry, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway in Madison and junikerjewelry.com. If recent hailstorms have invited lurk the leak into your home, call the experts at Watkins Construction and Roofing to find out what is lurking in your roof. Our rapid response roof team will be on top of your roof as soon as the next business day with a complimentary, honest assessment of your roof's condition and offer solutions to keep your home and family safe. Say goodbye, lurk the leak. Call Watkins Construction and Roofing today at 601-966-8233 or visit losetheleak.com. What do you have to lose but your leak? I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Gas prices surged to new record highs last week, but the increases have started to slow. The average price for a gallon of regular in Mississippi has remained at 418 since the 20th. Diesel has been at 521 a gallon since the 14th. In a blog on Monday, the head of Gas Buddy said with more Americans planning to hit the road this Memorial Day weekend, he's hopeful we can avoid a national average of $5 per gallon. The cheapest gas in our state is at the Sam's Club in Meridian right now for $3.88. A strange brew in Starkville has it for only $3.89. Monday, Jackson State unveiled its new athletic lecture theater dedicated to legendary football coach W.C. Gordon and his wife Vivian. Gordon led the Tigers to eight SWAC championships. He's considered by ESPN to be among the 150 greatest coaches in college football history. Call me old-fashioned if you want, but I believe there's something to be said for doing good, honest work. As a craft professional, I get to build the places we work in, the homes we live and play in, the roads we drive on, and more. And the best part is that I'm learning new technologies as they emerge or evolve. Hmm, maybe I'm not so old-fashioned after all. Trade up. Discover the power of career and technical education and start building your career. This message brought to you by the Mississippi Construction Education Foundation. Building tomorrow's workforce today. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford and your local Mississippi Ford dealers every day at 5. Speaking of Ford, it's Ford Truck Month. Now is the time to get a great deal on the only trucks built Ford Tough. Work or play, get after it in a new Ford F-150 or Super Duty truck. Get behind the wheel in a new Ford Maverick pickup and get after any adventure with deals on Ford Ranger. Take advantage of our best offers on the full Ford lineup of Ford trucks. These deals won't last long. Get to Ford Truck Month at your local Mississippi Ford dealer. Mississippi news doesn't sleep, and neither do we. At supertalk.fm, you get news from all over the state, from stories to keep you safe, to legislation that could affect your bank account, to weather reports to help you better plan your weekend. Plus, find in-depth interviews with the newsmakers in the Supertalk podcast archives. And everything Mississippi sports, your Mississippi news, all the time, on air and online at supertalk.fm.fm. Come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, Middays, in the Element Wealth Studios, here on Super Talk Mississippi. Go to myelementwealth.com 
or call 601-957-6006 and let them help you. Just just call and say, help me. And trust me, they can do it and they can get things straightened out. Don't forget, we talked to him back in the 10 o'clock hour. Richard Cross and the rest of the crew from Sports Talk Mississippi and Hoover, Alabama for the SEC Baseball Tournament. Ole Miss scheduled to play Vanderbilt at 4.30. When I said that out loud, Richard actually laughed on the air. It ain't happening at 4.30. It's going to be a while. Last we heard they were bringing the tarp back out. I don't know if they've rolled it back up again and are back playing. I would assume they are by now, but... Who knows? But that'll be hitting the air starting at 3 o'clock this afternoon with Sports Talk Mississippi live in Hoover, Alabama. May not have any updates from the game while they're on the air. The game may not have started by the time they get done at 6. So we'll just wait and see how that works out. Have you been keeping up with the Johnny Depp trial? Uh, Not actively, but it has been everywhere, so I have seen bits and pieces. I, I Once again, I'm going to say the same thing I said last week about it. I'm supposed to care why. <laughs> I haven't sorted that out yet. But the one story that came out of it, did you hear about this yesterday? They were in a break in the trial. The cameras were turned off. Nobody got to see it unless they were there. A woman stood up holding a baby in the crowd and screamed out that it was Johnny Depp's love child with her. Of course she did. She was immediately escorted from the room, got outside, and got interviewed and said that she and her husband had come up with that. They thought it would be a funny joke. (laughs) In the courtroom at this trial, she and her husband talked it over and said, oh, you know what would be funny? This will be hilarious. In the courtroom, tell him that he got you pregnant. That's going to work. It's the only thing of any value that I have heard from the trial so far, and it's only because it made me laugh. There have been a couple of supercuts of uh, witness reactions or reactions from Johnny Depp when he was being questioned or when he was sitting there and someone else was being questioned. I'm with you. Why? Do people care this much about two crazy people that obviously should not have been together? Yeah. Or or be together, but go do it by yourself somewhere else. Leave me out of it. Tim and McGee said, dope, don't you figure? Talking about the couple that came up with the brilliant idea of that masterful joke. (sighs) Who would expect that an event called the Texas Go Topless Jeep Weekend would end with trouble? Who could see that coming? How do I get a ticket? Well, they're talking about taking the top off the Jeep, not the people in the Jeep. That's that's the first problem (laughs) with this. It's false advertising. They had 80,000 people there. A lot of folks. 80,000 people in Galveston County. More than 100 people were arrested due to multiple assaults, fights, and DWIs. One person was arrested because the deputy came up and told him to calm down, and they turned around and punched the deputy in the face. Yeah, that's the exact opposite of calming down. And that is, um, that to me violates the spirit of a topless festival. We're all here to have... Now, if you're looking for a surefire way to spend the night in the pokey, that's uh, that's pretty high on the list. Yeah. Uh, another deputy was run over by somebody's 
Jeep Jeez. to the point where it threw them up on the hood. They almost went through the windshield. That's another arrest. Saturday alone, they had 40,000 people. Topless Jeep Festival. I will stick with cruising the coast. I don't know about you. You give me the option, I think I'm sticking there. Seems like a lot more controlled environment. And a comparable size event. Oh, yeah. You know, it, I would venture to say cruising the coast is bigger than that one. I would think so. 80,000 seems a bit low for an attendance estimate for cruising the coast. Heck, we almost hit 10,000 registered cars in the show last year. You figure two people per and that's car. That's just registered cars. Yeah. You that figure, doesn't include everybody that just rolls up the weekend of because they got a wild hair and go, you know what, let's take out the old one. You got 20,000 people figuring two people per car just attending, not even showing up, participating. Then you get the people showing up. Yeah, it's over 100,000. I would, I would have no doubt for cruising the coast. So it's got the topless Jeep weekend beat. That seems fitting to me. It really does. Um, oh, that's another Amber Heard thing. Every time it's I everywhere. turn around, yes, I either see Depp or Heard. Every every link I click. It's like the Jeff Foxworthy joke when you were uh, younger and didn't have that many channels. And when the president came on, he was on every channel. Yes, you were going to listen to the president. Even if you flipped over to uh, PBS occasionally, he would be on there, too. You had no choice whatsoever, except when it finally came around TBS. They didn't care. We were going to watch the Braves lose no matter what the president was saying. It was just the way the time is. Better Business Bureau is putting out warnings of travel scams. This is a new one. What What's scary is they got five specific ones that they list. I know. Hmm. Now, now scams are not new. Scammers are going crazy everywhere. Uh, it was about a month ago, a woman over in England came forward and said that she had sent over $100,000 to her love interest she had met on Facebook that immediately moved the conversation over to uh, Google Chitty Chat or whatever it's called. I don't know. Uh, this this stuff is going on everywhere, but these are different. Five common scams, according to the Better Business Bureau, that go on as we head into summer for for travel and Memorial Day weekend. Pretty big travel weekend, and unofficially the start of summer. That's oh, yeah. when summer begins to most people in their head. Number one, vacation rentals, cons specifically. Uh, People will list properties for rent that aren't for rent, that don't exist. Or don't belong to them. Or they're completely different from what they've listed. Wasn't there a John Candy movie about that? Yes. It's a good movie, too. Great movie. Can't remember the name of it, but he was great in it. Free vacation scams. The word free, yeah, that, that should be a red flag. I would I would direct you to the sign over your local gas station if you think somebody's giving you a trip for free right now. It's not, not unless not you get a happen. big cardboard check with it or you're on a stage with Bob Barker. You're going to be staying in a big cardboard box is I what's going to happen. Drew Carey now. Be, yeah, Drew, oh, don't get me started. <sighs> Hotel scams. 
fake calls from the front desk needing your credit card information to activate the Wi-Fi hmm. and things like that. Not from the hotel. No. From a scammer. Uh, third-party booking site scams, and I've seen several of these. I know a couple of people that have fallen victim to this. They go and they book an Airbnb or something like that, and then, like you said earlier, it turns out they don't actually own that property, but they got the money, and you're not getting it back. That happens. It happened. Which celebrity was it? A couple of weeks ago had that problem. They had booked an Airbnb for like a week, week and a half, and it turned out the Airbnb didn't exist. But by then, the money was gone. So it happens to everybody. And number five, timeshare reselling cons. Not even going to go into detail on that one. That's kind of self-evident. So that's the the five that they're putting out from the Better Business Bureau. And every one of them has one thing in common with every other kind of scam that I have talked about. The romance scam online, the... Any of them. They always try to create a sense of urgency. you got to do this now. Oh, my gosh. No, no, no. Right now. Right this second. No, you can't call back. What are you, stupid? No, you got to do it right now. I need you to stay. I've heard of this one. I need you to stay on the phone with me while you go to the store and get some gift cards and scratch them off and read me the note. Don't hang up. Just take the phone with you. They actually do that kind of thing. So if they're a little too eager, a little too pushy, just hang up, block the number, move on. Block them on social media, their email address, however they contacted you. Just saw a buddy of mine on Facebook a couple of minutes ago during the break said it was a new one. He has an Intuit account because he owns a business. Said he got a scam Message in the Intuit internal messaging system trying to get his card information. He said, that's a new one. Just keep your guard up. It's that season. It's that time of year. And they're out there in droves. So when you're booking a vacation, keep your wits about you. That's all I'm saying. Final segment of Middays on this Tuesday in the Element Wealth Studios on the way next. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 70% chance of rain today under partly sunny conditions, high near 87. Tonight, a 60% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, low around 70. Your Wednesday, a 90% chance of rain, high near 85. And the look to Thursday, a 30% chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 79. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871. I'm Lauren McGraw with Gotta Go. Have you got bathroom restoration or construction going on? Well, we've got you covered with deluxe luxury restrooms with air conditioning, LED lights, radio, Bluetooth, and all the amenities for your needs. When you've got to go, you've got to go. Gotta Go, 601-879-3969. Have you noticed that hardware is getting harder to find? At Ace Bolt and Screw, they have the hardware you need. Tools, millions of fasteners, and even vendor-managed inventory. And Ace Bolt and Screw has a friendly team of people that can not only help you find the hardware you need, they can give you solid advice about your project. Contractors, major industrial operations, and even do-it-yourselfers have trusted Ace Bolt and Screw for over 50 years. Julianne Street, just off Gallatin and Jackson, right off 555 in Gluckstadt, and coming soon to Highway 49 in Richmond. 
time. Now more than ever, it's important to keep your vehicle in top shape. Let us keep you road ready at Canon Nissan of Jackson. Our parts and service departments are open six days a week and no appointment is needed. Nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. Open Memorial Day. Hello, I'm Colonel Randy Ginn, Director of the Mississippi Highway Patrol. In 2021, MHP investigated 1,480 crashes involving commercial motor vehicles on Mississippi roadways. Many of those crashes could have been avoided. The MHP Motor Carrier Safety Division is partnering with big rig truckers to conduct safety checks across our state through the Troopers and Truckers Safety Initiative. The Department of Public Safety and the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration are working together with one common goal, to keep our highways safe for everyone. Thank you and drive safe. This is Michael Cassidy, Republican candidate for Congress here in Mississippi's 3rd District. While inflation and illegal immigration are hurting Mississippi families, Congressman Guest has different priorities. He joined Biden and Pelosi and voted to send $53 billion of your tax dollars to Ukraine. Ukraine is not in our national interest, but fighting inflation and illegal immigration are. And when elected, they will be my priorities. I'm Michael Cassidy, America First Republican for Congress, and I approve this message. Paid for by Michael Cassidy for Congress. Morgan Stone has been serving builders, contractors, and homeowners since 1997. They have everything for interior and exterior projects. We have all kinds of stuff. Marcus, let me tell him. Stone pavers, stone benches, stone slabs, stone boulders, stone fire pits, flagstone, fieldstone, bluestone, cobblestone, chopstone. That's right, Zeta. I'm Zoe Morgan. We're rock solid since 1997. Statewide delivery, the largest stone yard in Mississippi. Come see us at Morgan Stone in Brandon. Morganstone.com. This is Jake Mangum, not some actor wearing a red shirt. Whenever I was up to bat at MSU, I would see Farm Bureau Insurance. They supported me then, and they take care of me now. I couldn't ask for more supportive teammates. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance, or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Here's your invitation to join us every Friday at 520 for Food Fridays presented by Polk's. In the South, warm weather means more time with family and friends. Whether you're headed to the ballpark, the beach, or just the backyard, be sure you're packing Polk's meat products. Grab a package of original garlic and green onion, or my favorite, the Cajun smoked sausage. When Polk's is on the menu, you're always a winner. Wherever you are, whoever you're with this spring and summer, remember, picky people pick Polk's. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. You're listening to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi. Super Talk Mississippi live in the Element Wealth Studios. Dave Hughes here. We haven't mentioned monkeypox the entire show, and I think right now that might be illegal. I think that's the law. You have to talk about monkeypox at least once. Uh, they now say that they have four more suspected cases of monkeypox, which would bring us to six if they're confirmed. Everyone panic right now. My favorite part of this, China, China, is now saying that the United States released monkeypox onto the world. 
Right. Well, I do want to put one piece of cooperating evidence out here. I don't know if you remember the story from January. There was a truck with 100 monkeys headed to a CDC facility in Pennsylvania, and it got hit by a dump truck, and several of the monkeys got out. One woman that was there helping round up the monkeys that escaped fell ill. It wasn't with monkeypox. That's as far as it goes, but... I was about to say, did she then travel to Europe and go to a bunch of raves? The Pride Festival, yeah. I don't think so. So, yeah, it kind of falls apart at that. Up until then, okay, hold on. We may have a story here. Nah. <laughs> nah, we got nothing. We got nothing. So, yes, please remember, if at any point during the course of your day you start to feel comfortable, you're in a good mood, you're happy, knock that off. Monkeypox exists. You're supposed to be panicked. You're so bad at following directions. Please be panicked. That's all they're asking. Which leads neatly into a study that was just released. The study results showed that reducing television viewing to less than an hour a day would prevent one in nine cases of coronary heart disease. You watch less than an hour of TV a day and your ticker won't go out. Greatly lowers the risk of it. I can't imagine why. (laughs) By the way, you're supposed to be panicked. Uh, Your pulse should be elevated due to the threat of monkeypox. So I don't know how cutting back on that kind of mess would possibly lead to better heart health. I, I just, it's causation without correlation. Oh, wait. You can even make a mistake when you know what you're talking about. Correlation without causation. I wonder how much the uh, do-it-yourself fixer-upper shows contributed to that number, though. Yeah, that's a fair point. I mean, Bob Vila makes it look really easy. He He's just good enough to convince you, that, oh, yeah, you can take apart your staircase and put it back together. It's no big deal. Six hours later, there are, several, a coronary. there are several power tools embedded in the drywall across the hall because that's where you threw them. Jason, this is a perfect example. Jason, my 80-year-old grandmother, he's on the ceasefire text line, my 80-year-old grandmother called me from her long-term care facility in Gaucher, scared to death of monkeypox. I hate the media. That's why, and I know we're going to catch some grief about it, that's why I'm kind of making light of it. It can't be continuous panic about everything 24-7. I have a story that relates to that. Back years and years ago, Decades ago, my grandmother, bless her heart, this was right after the computer age got started, the internet was starting to come into its own thing. She called my mother, and I'm talking, this was in the 80s to put a time frame on it. She called my mother, all upset and in a panic, and said, You need to get those boys, talking about me and my brother, you need to get those boys off that computer right now. You need to get rid of those things. She said, why? My grandmother told her, and I quote, well, I was just watching the news and they could get a virus. Using those computers, you've got to get rid of them. I don't want them to get sick. It was It's a sweet story. She was trying to look out for us. But if you think the media fear-mongering 
just started, you haven't been paying attention. No, you just usually had to wait till a certain point at night and be there in front of it and actually pay attention for the hour it was on to get your fear. Yes. Yes. It's much easier to disseminate now. That's been going on for a minute. And that's a personal story from my life that explains it perfectly. Got to get off those computers. They could get a virus. Or the D&D panic of the 80s. Oh, oh man. They're rolling those dice. It's the devil. Well, you know, we've got our own version of that going on right now. We're out of time. or We we would go into it in great detail. There is some woman selling books and records and the like, uh, a conservative Christian speaker who says that the new Breathe With Me Barbie that's in a yoga pose in the package, everybody should stay away from that because it's promoting Satanism. Yoga Barbie. Yoga Barbie. Satan. Could it be? Satan? Well, isn't that special? Have a wonderful day. Enjoy yourself. Stay safe. Eat some beef. Stay away from Yoga Barbie. Don't get the monkey pox. And I'll see you again soon. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.